0: Real life street stars, hold on, oh. legendary business. Oh. We got him in the building. The one and only, I want to call him a national treasure right about now. Uh, the pimping Ken, man. It, and It is okay to add
1: the pimping Ken to the name, yeah. Well, if they see me in the pawn shop, tell them to break the window and get me out. <laughs> <laughs> <You got free. laughs> Worth a lot of money, uh, man. <laughs> a lot of money, man. Uh, and
0: not antiquated, man, more so, uh, just game related, man. Uh, and I'm so glad we got you here because, um, our fans kind of cater to knowledge and game getting spit and who best to have come sit down. But one of the originators of of just giving game and, um, uh, I want to preface this interview. Like, uh, I want to get your thoughts on, do you feel the game that you got, the game that you spilled and the game that you spit is being lost to these youth? Like, of today's era, the game that you took in and the game that you gave
1: out, do you feel yeah. like it's not being given to the, to the youth? Well, you know, uh, I think, you know, when you, when you think about black folks in general, right? You know, you look at the civil rights movement, you look at all of the trials and tribulations we went through as a people, and you think about Martin Luther King, you think about, you know, dogs being sick to them and stuff like that, you say, wow, they had it bad. You know, and that was a different time and era. You know, back then they had typewriters. Now we got dumb people who are smartphones. So when you th- look at the advent of AI and uh, IG and Facebook, you know, it, ex- it accelerates everything. So a lot of these young people, where as well, we had to be on the track and we had to wait all night for thousand dollars. They can make $10,000 and only fans in a millimeter seconds. Now the principals, that the game had with, hey man, you know, you got to keep it real, you know, you can't be doing no sucking shit, you can't be no buster, all that is out the door now because they said, why should I listen to Ken, who's a icon and a national treasure in the game when I could just get this girl put on OnlyFans or I can go on Backpage or I can go on Craigslist and I can, you know, get money real quick. Whereas back in the day, in our era in time, you know, if you was a pimp, you had to prove yourself as a pimp. You had to really have game, you know, and if you didn't, you're gonna get knocked for your bitch and you know, they're gonna peel you just like a banana. And that's how it was back then. So now, you know, it's so much technology, it's so much advancement that now these guys, they don't have to work as hard as we did. They don't have to, you know, worry if the bra gonna get raped at night. They had to worry if the police gonna pick her up. You know, they don't have to go through that. All they gotta do is put something on the internet and bam, they are a there overnight. I was just talking to Sauce Walker the other day and he was telling me like, yo, man, I made a million dollars. And I got eight different situations operating under the same person. Yep. And he said, I'm making all this money. Now, there was another P in the room. He and Sauce Walker, had a dis- they had a little disagreement about it. But Sauce Walker said, man, you know, ask so-and-so. And I said, hey, Sauce Walker, you know, I agree with you. You know, it's a different era of time. Now you got to remember if anybody should be accused of changing the game or be at fault, it's me. And that's why I denounced pimps up and holes down. I denounced American pimp. The reason why I denounced pimps up and holes down American Pimp because they sent a lot of young men to jail. A lot of brothers went to jail trying to be like me, trying to be pimps, you know, trying to be fly, trying to have holes and shit. And then at the same time that they brought pimps up, and holes down, they brought our uh, what? Human trafficking, which has nothing to do with pimping. So, you know, if you look at today's time and you look at our time, we had it a little bit better because we had to worry about human trafficking. You know, you get caught with a girl in a strip club, that's human trafficking. If you mess with a minor, that's human trafficking. If you knock a bitch from me and that bitch is already in the game, they're going to charge both of us for that bitch and get both of us human trafficking. So on one side, it's good. On another side, you know, they got, you know, they got to watch out. They got to watch it back.
0: Man, we about to have a great conversation, man. Uh, here's how it goes. And I want to ask you real quick because you mentioned his name. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, Martin Luther King. And I'm just curious, does Pimpin' Ken feel like this is the dream that Martin Luther King had when you was out there getting to it? Do you feel like this is the dream that that brother had? You
1: good, you good, man, you good. Cause I, I got, you know, I've been, I've been thinking about Martin Luther King, man, for the last 10 years, you know? And everywhere I travel, they got a Martin Luther King street. They got a Martin Luther King monument next to uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln. But with black folks, this gonna probably go crazy. Black folks, y'all got to understand, the only reason why you got Martin Luther King everywhere, the only reason why you see all this Martin Luther King praise, Martin Luther King holiday, is because they killed our brother. On the other side of Martin Luther King is white supremacy. You know what I'm mean? saying? And if you look at uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Oh, right, right. They call it Black Wall Street, but they killed six hundred black folks. Why is they not talking about Percy Julian like they talk about uh, Brother Martin? You know, who was as, as eloquent as as proficient and also was a genius. You know, I'm so saying he got over a thousand patents with the gluten company. You know, mm-hmm. he, he was the first black man to have his own medical facility. He did the same thing, Martin Luther King, he protests, you know, he did all this stuff. Just go look at it on the internet, the forgotten genius, Percy Julian. So when I look at Martin Luther King, I look at it as a slap in the face to our brothers because, you know, the brother that you put out the most is the brother that y'all kill. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, so when you think about it, just look at it. I'm, you know I'm a master of gang. I wrote the book, The Art of Human Chess. So I look at the gang, I said, why do these people keep pushing Martin Luther King? Because no matter how, our children study black history. No matter how much they go and they look at the Civil Rights Movement, at the end of the day, it's gonna leave them with sour taste in their heart. They're gonna say, oh man, they killed Martin. They killed our brother. And, at the, at, and on the other side of that, gonna be a pale face, white supremacy. The same thing with uh, 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 Tulsa, Oklahoma. When you look at Tulsa, Oklahoma, everybody praises, "Oh, Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street. But why don't they praise Jay-Z? Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street, the GDP of Black Wall Street was 2.5 billion. Come on. That was, that was, that, that was the GDP, 2.5 billion. Jay Z is worth 2.5 billion. Kanye is alleged to be worth as much as nine million billion at one time, $9 billion, which is three times the value of Black Wall Street. But they're going to keep taking you to Black Wall Street because those people burnt our brothers and sisters' cities down. They killed our brothers, they killed 600. They say 300, but really, if you go and check the graves, it was 600 of them. So this is what game is. You know, you got to be able to pee. They said real game, peep game. So I love Martin, you know, and uh, I respect Martin for who he is, but I know the, the, the people that, uh, the motive behind it is, is not the real motive of praising the brother and uplifting the brother. It's to praise themselves.
0: Well, let me ask you, because there's rumors, and I don't know this to be true, that Martin, when he got shot and killed at the motel, he was in there with some prostitutes.
1: Well, Martin, you know, I wrote that in my book and argued him. Says Martin, he, yes, he, he messed with prostitutes. He cheated on his wife. He did everything that other every man do. I, I, I'm saying this guy he went to see a, a psychiatrist. His wife ain't giving him no sex, and so he went to see the psychiatrist. He said, he said, he said, "What's your problem?" He said, "My wife don't never give me no sex." She she just wanna have sex periodically. Yeah, that'll fuck. And the psychiatrist looked at him and said, hey man, I got the same problem. You know what I'm saying? So so, so Welcome so, to the club. Yeah, welcome to the club. So when you think about it, a man is a man is a man. You know, I mean, what uh, it's a question that Ugly Money, who I uh, who I do a yes, podcast a ugly with money for real. Ugly Money said, name one black man or one successful man that have that don't cheat. Barack Obama talked about in his book, How he cheated on Michelle Cheryl Obama. Yes, you know. Man. All men cheat. It's just I say ninety percent of men cheat. The other ten percent lie about it. Huh. I <laughs> they ain't to. telling the truth. So it's probably about hundred percent.
0: So let me ask you then, because Martin um, was killed, and at the time, just at the time, because you know it wasn't social media. Technically, there was no blemishes on his record for what the world knew. All they knew was a great man. If he would have lived to actually have a flaw, do you feel he would have been as great if they would have seen him? cheating on his wife from
1: being with prostitutes and that would have got out to the world. He, he did have a flaw. Jagger Hooger just didn't, he didn't get a chance to put it out yet. Oh, under under Jagger Hooger, they was it was called the fear of a black messiah. So every black man was under scrutiny at that time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 it don't make a difference. Look what they did to our, our brother, uh, 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 Mosel uh, 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 Marcus Garvey. So look what they did to him, same thing. You know, these folks, our, you know, the, the the fear of America is is in general the black man because the black man, as Dr. Francis Quest Wilson, she's a beautiful sister. Y'all need to go research it. With Dr. Francis Quest Wilson said the biggest fear is the black man penis. The black man penis is the real weapon of mass destruction because through genetics we can annihilate anybody. Goddamn, damn, god damn. We can annihilate anybody. He got a missile no. I'm, I'm saying look, look at everything, you know, if you, I don't know if you remember the fear of a black nation back, way back in the early uh, 20s, you know, the the, the the symbol that they make everything, they make it in the symbol of a penis. Look at the bullet, it look like a penis. You know, uh, all missiles look like a penis. Yeah, I don't know what it but is. But because it's, it's psychological, you know what I'm saying? You got to read Dr. Naeem Akbar, the changes in, in, in psychological change of slavery, or Dr. Kawanza Kajufu, the conspiracy to destroy Young black boys, or Chancellor William, the destruction of the black civilization, and when you get into these books, George G.M. James, the the, 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 uh, the the stolen legacy, and uh, uh, Carter G. Wisdom, education, nigga. When you start reading these books and start attuning yourself with knowledge and, and uplifting your your mind, you would see how it all correlates. And then you think about Martin Luther King, and you say, okay, he 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 he, he not only was a, a, a weapon, you know, from a physical standpoint. But from a celebrity standpoint, oh yeah. So white women was crazy about Marvel. they crazy about Michael Jackson, they crazy about 50 Z. Any one of us that get national prominence, they get crazy about it. But if you add that with the penis and you allow them to amalgamate or copulate with a white woman or with an Indian woman or with a Chinese woman, there you go. The yeah. fear of a black nation, baby.
0: Nah, it's crazy because um, uh, for what everything that you know. Martin went through, uh, again, you know, he, he's been great. But I got to ask you this. Um, you're very, you know, you're very well-read. Right. Uh, in this conversation, you know, again, I like where we're at. Right, we're, right. We're gonna, it's it's right. gonna go south in a second. I, mean, but I, I like where we're at, I like where we're at. Let's go, let's go, um, let's go. But I'm just curious, when you start reading more, obtaining more knowledge, well,
1: was well, it before your your time when you got in the game or was it more so nah, afterwards? Nah. So, so what happened, man, before I became a legendary pep, I used to rob banks, right? Oh man, well, what, was your, what was your biggest, uh, what was your biggest heist? Well, you know, we got 40, 50,000, you know, we oh, was young, man. we was getting plenty of money. I was robbing them every day, so I, you know, oh, we had man. hundreds of thousands. Cool. So eventually, it, you know, they uh, you can't, it, it, back then, the feds couldn't get you as a minor. So because it was a minor, we went robbing them with a gun, we would go in there and give them a bag of chain, and when the lady take the chain in the back of the counter, we'd go over the counter and we'd jump and grab all the hundreds. And we learned over the years, that the money was not in the second, the first drawer. All, of, all the all the the hundreds was in the second drawer. So we would always get the second drawer, you know. And then the first drawer, that's where they had the little red thing, like it, it go off a little explosive. Yeah. So that sent me to prison eventually, you know, my criminality. So uh, once I got to prison, I couldn't read or write. I had like maybe a, a, a second grade, first grade education, you know, because I was in special ed all my life. You know, I was a bad kid, fighting all that stuff, you know, and you know, skipping school and stuff, took the yellow bus, you know. My mama used to say I'm crazy, everybody said I was retarded, you know, so I believed that, you know what I'm saying? And then as a child, I was molested by my babysitter, the young lady that my mama had babysitter. so a lot of shit was going on with me psychologically, right? Like seriously. But once I got to prison, I read this book called, uh, Ice Per Slim, The Story of My Life. It took me four months to read it, and in prison you pass the books. So they're like, "Nigga, pass the book." Yeah, you know I'm what trying saying? to get to it. Hey, yeah. like, what's wrong with this nigga, man? Man, that nigga with double hard book. It takes so long up. to read it. You were just so because yeah. I couldn't read. Words. I couldn't oh, read oh, or write. I'm sorry. Yeah, mean, yeah. So, so, so that there embarrassed me. And in prison, you know, you get kudos for being smart. You know, so if you the intelligent brother, like Malcolm X, he read the like, encyclopedia, the whole dictionary. You know, that's the stuff niggas do in prison. And niggas flex on you. They don't flex on you with jury. They flex on you with knowledge. So I would not fit to be a, a PI in prison. So I went and I got my GED, you know, and, 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 and I, uh, the, the, the prison people that had the, head, head the school, some of the brothers in there, they helped me learn how to read. Uh, 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 the next year, I went to college, I, I joined a, a, a University of Baraboo, which is a University of Wisconsin. I got a four point average. And I started acing everything, then I started writing a lot, then I started reading. Uh books, I first, the first book that I read of substance was uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, then I read Zig Ziglar, then I read W. Clement Stone, and I just started reading and reading and reading and reading because once you, when you can't read and people used to ask you, know, somebody actually you to read something, you'd be like, you know, you don't want to read it. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, you had like, like, man, I ain't got my glasses on or some dumb shit, you know what I'm mean? saying? So that's not the person I was. So once I was eight, learned how to read, then became increasingly Fun to me. It was like, I just want to read because now I know how to read. So it was like, you know, I learned how to ride a bicycle and that's how I became so knowledgeable. I'm curious,
0: who, who, who do you blame for not being able to read
1: early on? Oh, for me not being able to read? Yeah, who do you blame? Well, I, I, I blame the lady that molested me because I, I would be bumping my head against, that's why my head is flat in the back. I used oh. to bump my head against the wall and shit was going on and there's trauma, you know. Uh, well, you bumped you know, your head for what? It was, it was- I, Cause, I, cause I, I was, it was just trying to get attention from my mom, I was just acting crazy. Oh. You know, I was just doing crazy stuff, you know, uh, acting bad out of school, you know, getting skipped school, even, you know, man, they found me somewhere over by a, a, a park or a lake somewhere, I didn't even know where I was. I just started walking. Oh. But you know, I found out years later that this was the trauma that I was going through was post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, mental health is really serious in the black community. And it's a lot of young people today, you know, that's seeing all this murder, all this killing, and it's really plague in our community. So when I think about that, you know, and I think about myself, because I'm 60. I didn't learn until I was 54 what had happened to me. So I called my mom, I said, "Mom, I know why I was tripping. Because I was talking to this young lady and she was talking about how she had got raped. And when she was telling me about how she got raped by her uncle and they used to, you know, take turns on her. And then it just, it just, bam, all of a sudden I remembered something that was in my mind that was causing And that's why I was so notorious. You suppressed at- it? like it was suppressed. Wow. You know, it's that's why it's called post traumatic stress disorder, right? You know what I mean? You know, you allow things that happened to you in the past to cause stress in your life, you know, and that's which that's what stress disorder is, you know. So, I'm I'm plagued by all this stuff and I don't even know that this is going on, but in, in, in deep down in, this, in, in in my psyche, you know, I know it's something and that's why I was such a notorious pimp. And then my mother uh, when I went to prison, she never came to see me. That made me have a disdain for her. So I was really hardcore on what we call a bitch. You know, I was hardcore on a bitch because I said, hey, man, my mama didn't give a fuck about me. You know, uh, uh, this shit happened to me and I, all kinds of shit happened to me. You thought of your mama as a bitch? No. Okay, just make sure, it. No, I was right. just, I, would say I was hardcore on a bitch. So I, so, see, 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 see. Then when I went to jail, a guy by the name of Pimp Pope, he said, "Man, you got to be desensitized." He said, "You got to have a triple bypass. You got to remove all the sympathy of your heart if you want to be a pimp." You know. And he explained to me an incident where this guy, uh, this this what I call her Juanita, but I found out later her name was Rosie. So Rosie was with this pimp named Pope. She ended up choosing this other pimp named Sam. Both of them dead, made it rest in peace. That's why I could say their name. So uh, Rosie. Uh, Sam had all his hoes. I mean, uh, Polk had all his hoes. If he liked a cigarette, the bitches had to fumble, it like a cigarette. You know, if, if, if he if he taking shit, they had to wipe his ass. If his stomach grow out there, they had to f- so when Sam got Rosie from Pope, she treated him the same way because that's how she was trained. And you know, so so Polk told me, he said, "Dude, mistake that pimping for love. So he was telling me, ain't no love in she He said, love like a fool out of the world, like fucking shit, so fuck that shit. So that, you know, with me being abused, that, with my mama not coming to see me, that created the pimping can that y'all see. And that's why I said, I never wanted to do Pimp's Up, Hold Down. I was at a party and they just started filming and my natural hustle, hustle instinct came. I said, y'all gonna pay me for this shit. Y'all ain't gonna be running around with no goddamn camera and I ain't getting no money. Y'all call yourself, who, HBO? And then, but then once I seen it, you know, I denounced it and I, and, and, and people said, why would you denounce it? Because pimping, once Pimp's Up, Hold Down came, you gotta remember. I immediately, immediately stopped the game. My daddy told me, he said, boy, you a fool. Yeah, told yeah he said, Yeah, he said, You a fool. And I and I hurried up and got out the game because I love my daddy. My daddy been with me my entire life. He raised me, you know, I, I mean, everything that I, I know is because of my father, you know what I'm saying? You know, the way I move. You know, he taught me that. So I, I believed in what he said. So I I got out the game, but then after I got out the game, human trafficking came. All these laws came, and they started locking little brothers up. Snoop Dogg wanted to be a pimp. Uh, 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 Ludacris pimping all over the world. Uh, T.I. Pimp Squad Click, uh, 50 Cent PIMP, Nelly Pimp Juice. All this happening simultaneously, and then it remind me of what happened during the Mario Cuban boat lift when uh, everybody wanted to be Scarface, everybody wanted to be Nino. And then they came with the the new laws, the 85% law, and they started locking brothers up and incarcerating them in the federal system. And now you got 2.7 million people in the the prison when black folks only comprise 6%. All of us that's eligible, you remember, we're 40 million people in the the country, we're 13% of the population, but only 6% of us are eligible. And out of that 6%, America is 5% of the world's uh, population, but it's 25% of the world's incarceration. So we got 50% of that world, that that, that American incarceration at 25%, which put us at 2.5, which was uh, 12.5. So 12.5 out of all the people inc- incarcerated in the world, African Americans, only 6%, which is a small percentage, represent tw- 12.5% of the world's incarceration. And we ain't gonna even talk about Nigerians and other ethnic groups of, of black folk. So, you know, when you think about all of that and you think about, you know, uh, 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 the problems in our community, man, you know, you can pretty much see what I'm talking about. I want to take
2: it back when you said there's no love in the
1: game, right? Right.
2: When you were in the game, did you ever fall in love with a
1: whole? <clears throat> Never. <laughs> you know, I cringe before. Man, I had this one chick, man, she was just so fine. And I was like, man, you know, Ken, and that, that, that dude, that little voice, Og, pimp and a pop in my head. Hey man, ain't no love in this shit. Hey man, you treat uh, out of pocket bitch and in pocket bitch the same, and that helped my career. That's how I became pimping Ken because pretty bitches would tell other bitches that nigga's a real pimp. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he ain't fit to be you know trying to fuck a bitch unless he get some money. He ain't fit to be you know handcuffing no bitch. He ain't fit to be lovey dovey. He ain't fit to be telling, taking, putting you to the side and taking you and having a party with you while the other hoes get money. He gonna be strictly pimping. And that's why, you know, I think that there ain't no love in this game work for me. Now, you know, have, did I have any? Okay. that's oh, Continue, I, continue. Did, did I have any, did I have, have any redoubt, have had any doubts? Man, it's a lot of women that came through my door, man. I mean, I had Asian bitches. I had uh beautiful white bitches, European bitches. I had Mexican bitches. I had Puerto Rican bitches, uh, Dominican Republic bitches. Beautiful, beautiful sisters. Which one
0: was the most? You mentioned the one that was beautiful. Which one?
1: It was a. It was, she was from Dominican Republic. She was oh, so. Yeah. She was so fucking fine, oh, my yeah. nigga. Her She's body, she she had a body like a goddess, right? But you know what I'm saying? I had to pimp. You know what I'm saying? Me I had to send out the dough. I had to break on her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But guess what? If I would have, you know, just had some butt naked fun with her and, and made her my little side piece, she would not have never respected me, because women. Uh, God gave a woman, St. David gave a skunk, a white stripe in the belly for the funk. <laughs> Bitch is going to challenge you the rest of your life. See, you know the Bible started out with the fall of man, right? So the fall of man is is in the Bible. That's in the book of Genesis. But it's about a man who's supposed to be named Adam who law this woman named Eve to deceive him because the snake and all this so you know, symbolicism that they talk about in the Bible, but the the, the issue, the, see, Bible's symbolic. You got to look at it, the thing is that God put the woman on earth to challenge a man. Can't no weak man deal with no strong woman. She gonna break you down. How many times have you seen a nigga 6'8", his woman 4'2", where you going? Man, I can't go, man, my wife tripping. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you see it all the time, they go. I mean, yeah, but because women have EQ, men have IQ, and they have IQ and EQ, but their EQ emotional quotient is way stronger than the males. And that's how a woman defeats you, that's how she debates you through nagging and conversation and where you going, who on your phone, woo woo If somebody keep doing that, that's called mental abuse. Eventually she abused you to the point where you break down and she break you down to the last compound and I don't care if you eight, nine, I don't care if you're the president of the United States, I don't care who you is. You know, it was certain things that Barack couldn't do because he said, I gotta talk to Michelle. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying, but that's the power of a woman. But see what a pimp does, a pimp, he understands that. So he combat that emotion, he break her down. He switch the game on her, he tell her, no bitch, you gonna do what I tell you to do. It's my way or no way, bitch. And, and then you got to stand on that because if you don't stand on that, guess what she's gonna do? She gonna break you down. A lot of pimps don't make it. A lot of the women flip them. A lot of niggas get flipped, like for real. I mean, no bullshit, pimp. They get flipped. A lot of niggas don't make it to Pimp Gator. They come in uh, with, with their pants up. They leave it with their pants with a shoestring. They ain't lost so much weight. They come in the bins and they leave in a bucket because these holes will wear you out. And just imagine I had 16 bitches when I had the black girls. I had five white bitches. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I had two different cliques of bitches, right? Imagine you and your wife arguing, right? Imagine going through it with your girl. Compound that time 16. You got to be a hell of a nigga to be a motherfucking pimp. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a lot of psychology, man. So, you know, and you have to desensitize. You got to have a triple bypass. You can't have no sympathy in your heart when you're dealing with women. Even if you're a man, you know what I'm saying? No woman is going to respect you if you're a pussy. You have to stand on your woman, man, regardless. You, know, you got to let her know, look here. Hey, baby, this is my way or the highway. I told, I had a discussion the other day. Nigga say, uh why you think there's so many single uh, 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 women out here? Why you think there's so many single women? And why you think, uh, you know, cause they raising all the children. And I told him, I said, you know what, that's fucked up. And what makes it fucked up? See, God is a mastermind. You know what I'm saying? The trees give us oxygen. The trees get its, 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 its ultraviolet uh, rays from the sun. They also get its nurture and his rain from, from persist- precipitation and condensation, you know? So God is a math, he's a scientist. God gave, the reason why God made the lion the king of the jungle is not because of his claws or his teeth, because of his roar. That scared scared the shit out of elephants and the giraffes All they hear that roar, they get to run it like a motherfucker, right? But God, look at the man, God made a man like he, in a scientific way. The woman, when my mother used to say, sit your butt down. We don't never sit down. She got to tell us three, four, my dad, sit y'all asses down. We sit down. See, God gave a man to Adam South. You understand what I'm saying? And women is trying to say, I'm independent, I don't need no man. That's the most absurd shit you can say. What you mean? You will never hear no white woman talking about something. I'm independent, I don't need no white man. I don't need no man. No, sister, you do need a man, but guess what? News flash, this finna fuck the whole, this to go viral by itself. Who you think raising the killers? If there's no man in the house, you're a single parent and your son walk right here and doing drills and killing motherfuckers and doing all these young niggas killing motherfuckers, that's because of absence of a father. And guess what? Newsflash, sisters, y'all going to jail. What you mean, Ken? They just locked a white woman up because her son killed four people in a school shooting. That case is president now. What that means is that all y'all kids are killing. That means that all these black sisters who don't need a black man, which is very important. That adolescent is very important. Guess what? Y'all are to be in danger. Who gonna raise your kids when they start snatching y'all off the street? You think they gonna lock a white woman up? Because her son killed four people at 15 years. You think they ain't gonna lock your black ass up? It's coming, y'all. You know, it's science. They they broke up the family. Now they to the totally destroy the whole black community. because. If you got a, a nation of young men that's around, around here talking about some of their Crips and Bloods and GDs and Vice Lords, and they're doing a whole bunch of killing, and they have to kill to join the gang, or they have to kill or do what they call a retaliation a murder, then guess what? If he's 15, if they can put that white woman in jail, you're going to jail, sister. You're going to jail. You better get you a man. You better let that Adam's apple be in your household. You better quit. Let these people tell you that you don't need no man. While they sitting out there in the Hamptons and they sitting out there in Malibu with their husbands and they chilling and taking trips, while we sitting out here acting like we are endangered species and we're not even sticking together. And and, and 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 me and another sister had a conversation. She said, "Well, Ken, I'm I'm gay." I said, "I have no problem with that, sister. You know what I'm saying? I me, mean, that's your prerogative." And, and this is in my interview on my uh, podcast, a uh, 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 view from the game. All you gotta do is type in Pimpy Can and go to my uh, interview. And on there, I said, I said her name was Chan. I said, Chan, if you and your lover or you and your wife go on the island, right? And uh, you know, y'all was just there and no other people was there, just you and her. I said, what you think gonna happen? She said, we just gonna fuck and make love and that's it. I said, well, sister, that's cool, but let me say this here. Even in your lifestyle, the only way you can have your lifestyle is through a straight relationship, a monogamous relationship. I have to produce you in order for you to be gay, in order for you to be a lesbian. We have to perpetuate ourselves. So we got to understand, You know, and, and I use that analogy not as a gay basher or nothing like that. That ain't nothing towards gay people because my brother was gay, you know what I'm saying? I have nothing against gay people. But I use that analogy to say, look, women, you know what I'm saying, I mean, we must, Stick with our men, men. We must stick with our woman. We must come together. We must stop this nonsense about I'm an independent black woman. You know that's got to stop.
0: So, what are your thoughts? You mentioned the Adam's apple and the lion's roar. I just got to get your thoughts on the male who tries to pretend to be a female and have his voice, you know, talk like a woman when he knows that's not his actual voice. Like when he to minimizes his voice to sound like a woman.
1: Well, you know, I mean, uh, uh, when you think about uh, people changing their voices and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? These people, you know, uh, what they're doing is they're mimicking each other. You know, if, if you want to be a woman, right, you're going to talk like a woman. You're going to act like a woman. But it's also a flip side. Of what about the women who talk like men, grow beer, you know, and wear men clothing? You know what I mean? They feel that that's their best way to identify what they believe that God has ordained in them. You know, because a lot of them, even though science may have some, it may be some discrepancy from a scientific perspective about God made a man, a man, and a woman, a woman, whatever, you know, but in their mind, this is their best best way to make an expression. I asked the young lady, I said, Chan, I said, so uh, how do you have sex? She said, well, I buy dicks. If she want a twelve inch, I give her a twelve inch. She want, uh, a little, he said skinny bitches. You know, they, they 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 like the biggest dick. So you know, what I'm saying she. You know, I mean, that's just how it is. You know, but then you know, they 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 able to do that. You know, what I'm saying me and and and, and you know, like I said, you know, I mean, uh, I had another theory on it, but I said this theory one time, and I got in trouble. But 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 I give you the closest thing I, I I can give to it, right? Okay, so. If a person is saying something or talking a certain way, you know what I'm saying? We would say that's abnormal, right? Uh, And it's not normal to people, right? If a person is, uh, say for example, if a person has some type of deformity, right? Or some type of illness, you know, uh, what we call retardation or mental mental retardation. And they like this, we say that's some type of deformity, right? So, you know, a lot of times, you know, we look at certain things and we say, oh, what's wrong with that person? And we laugh at it, oh, what's wrong with that person? But you know, some things, you know, people just God give it to them. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's crazy because you know what? I that's a crazy question. I'm thinking about it the more I think about it. It's a lot of men that disguises their voice. You see what I'm saying? So it got it got to be like, and then I, I
0: look at to me, they're losing their power, and I understand trying to be submissive, but there's still power
1: in, in the voice. Yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. But, but see, let's, let's address it more in-depthly, right? If you think about what I just said about the absence of the father. When I was young, I used to try my daddy towel. on. I used to get a shaver, act like I'm shaving. A lot of these women that I talk to, she said, Ken, my son is trying on my shoes. He's trying on my wig. He's trying on my wig. Because with Dr. Mann figure that they walk around switching in the house. And so what happens is if you switching and you know, you're trying on girl clothes, and this is what most people say, I always love to dress like a woman, always dress like a or dress like a boy, the probability of you attracting somebody of that nature becomes increasingly uh, 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 more probable, right? So what that means is if a pedophile or somebody that you know, deals with little boys or deal with little girls or so on and so forth. You know, like the girl Chan, she's seven years old. In my interview, they gotta go see it if you forget. She said, At seven years old, her daddy girlfriend had sex with her. And I said, Chan, is it possible because you said you got off? That's the first experience that you had with a sexual encounter that, that made you feel that you like, no, nah, no, nah, don't try to hit me with that bullshit. You know, and Tyler Perry said himself, he said, when I uh, when I was young, you know, he said, I got raped. A man sucked my penis. That's what he said on Oprah Winfrey. He said, uh, If I wasn't, why is he? Because that's my first encounter with sex. You could mistaken that good feeling as something that is good. And if that's your first experience, then it's going to be hard for you to differentiate, you know, when you're dealing with a woman if you already got caught up in that. And then you start taking on these characteristics, you start believing the hype. Like, oh, I've been like this all my life. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I was born this way. But then the only then i ask anybody you know and this is not an argument is okay you know if we are in no c- circumstances you know what i'm saying I me mean, how do we get to the next level do we do 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 me and my girl produce the next person who may believe in the same thing that you believe in you know or do you guys make a baby i have never seen a man make a baby i never seen two women impregnate each other so I mean we have to look at the logic in it but at the same time you know I understand that we in a society that's sensitive to a certain thing so I don't want to you know make people think that they they can't have their own choice
2: earlier you said that you had never fallen in love at all during your time right how does that correlate to sex with you? Was sex always just part of the job, or did it ever get enjoyable for you at any point?
1: No, I enjoy sex like you, sister. <laughs> I say I enjoy the sex. What I'm saying is this: you know, if you got 15 girls, you got to pick certain days when you're having sex with them, right? And you know, the sex is really not as important as the money. So we may have sex, but I'm not having sex with her in the same way you and your boyfriend will have sex, right? I'm having sex with her like, okay, this is a part of my job. And at the same time, you know, as a man, I got certain needs too. I'm not going to have sex with a square. You know what I'm saying? Because the square ain't giving me no money.
0: You ain't trying to get her off. Uh, you just worry about yourself.
1: No, I mean, no. You know, we we do all we had to do. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I mean, we're we gonna try. We're we gonna try to, you know, uh, uh, lay some pipe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know that, that that's 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 mandatory. But at the same time, you know, it ain't like I'm just sitting there like, oh, oh I just love this bitch. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? No, don't look him in the eye. Don't look him in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't look him in the eye.
2: Yeah, I want to ask you this <laughs> in 2024. Is it tricking if you got it? It's always (laughs) tricking.
1: Whether you got it or you don't got it. And I got in trouble when I said that. And I apologized to T.I., I apologized to 50 men. 50 had the back and forth with uh, Pep Curly. You know, 50 the coldest they ever did it, man. I'm telling you, 50, man, 50 is my partner, man. That man is so cold. That man called me up, he said, Ken, we gonna have some fun with this shit. We gonna go viral. And he did the Pimp Curly and I did the response to Pimp Curly and we got a lot of views, man. It was a, a viral moment and you know, but you know, hey man, listen, how can you trick, know the only way you can trick if you got it. If you ain't got it, you can't trick. Yeah. You gotta have money to trick. So
2: is it, is it a bad thing?
1: Well, no, not in today's time because you know, nowadays, you, know, you gotta remember when we was young, we bought a lot of jewelry, we bought cars, and clothes. So it was a different It was a different dynamic for us as players. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, mean, We was like, man, listen. You know what I'm saying? I ain't finna get no bitch no money. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna go buy me a new uh, dookie rope. I'm finna go buy me a new hand bone. I'm finna buy me a new Cuban link. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna get me a trunk jewelry. You know I'm finna get me a Rolex. I'm finna get me a bust down. You know, so. But nowadays these guys don't wear jewelry because it brings too much heat. So the way they get attention nowadays, they go in the club and throw 30,000 and everybody looking, they don't care about the bitch. They just want to make sure that every nigga in the club is looking at them and, and, and paying attention to them. So it's like it's like how we did, but it's the opposite. You know, they, they do it to get attention, you know? And you can see dudes. Man, dudes be throwing their money. Have you ever seen a dude throw 30000 40000 club and actually looked at one specific girl? Nah, he's just throwing the money up in the air. Yes, you know what six. I'm saying? Because, yeah. because he, he know everybody watching him. He trying to tell all them broke motherfuckers in the club, y'all broke-ass nigga, nigga. I could throw this shit away, nigga. I'm having it like that. Yeah, he in a belly movie. Yeah, so yeah. they really tricking like that. Now, you know, if you buy a pussy, you know what I'm saying? You you one thousand percent trick. If you buy, you're getting hair from a bitch, you're a trick. That's tricking, tricking. But nowadays, these brothers, man, I think making it rain, I think that's just some, some it, show bullshit. Who do you respect more?
0: Uh, the man who says, I'm going to take her out to eat, go take her on this do this thing on this date, spend all this money, but I expect to have sex with her. That's my exact
1: expectation. I hate that shit. Or a man who just says, hey, I'm going to skip all that. I know what I want at the end of the night. I'm going to just pay for hey, it. Hey, man, the best way, if you're a trick, listen, tricks, if you're a best way, the best way is just give that bitch $100. You know what I'm saying, me? Fuck that bitch. Go home to your wife or to your girlfriend and get over. That's what white men do all day. That's why white men never get caught. White men always, about four or five o'clock, they call, I remember, because they used to call my bitches. They'd call one of them hoes, and they'd book one of them hoes for $100, $200. They'd get they get their nut off, they go home, and their they wife think they got the perfect husband. But see, with niggas, niggas wanna lay up with the bitch. He wanna eat watermelon with the bitch and chicken. He want the bitch to rub his back and get a massage, and that's why niggas always get caught. Not watermelon and chicken. God yeah, damn. watermelon and chicken, God man. Damn. I know that's still typical. White men but- just be like, I was at a long light. Like- <laughs> yeah, I was at a long life. Yeah, yeah. and, 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 and niggas always, even if you got a passcode on your phone, niggas always leave that phone open at some point. And when she get to go into that phone, you know, hey, amen hoes ain't got no discretion. They're gonna be like, I wanna suck your dick. Come on, give me some money. They trying to hustle, so they talking a whole nother language. And when your wife see that shit, your girlfriend see that, hey, there go the neighborhood. So yeah, you know, I think the best thing to do is just go and get a bitch hundred dollars you know, get 200, you can fuck all the fine holes on, 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 on Craigslist, you can fuck all the fa- fine holes on, uh, uh, you know, and, oh, of course you're gonna be making a donation to the pimping, but ain't no nation like a donation. We take all, we accept all donations. I know I used to be a pimp, they love the donation. You know what I'm saying, but they keep your ass out of a situation. Did
0: your females ever catfish somebody like, send a picture that wasn't theirs, and then show up and be like, I'm gonna get this money anyway?
1: Hell yeah, that was the game, man. <laughs> you know, because you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, you don't want the, you don't know if the feds watch it sometime, you know, a bitch is sent a fake picture, you know what I'm saying me, but see. They just horny, he just like shit. But, but see, but see, my bitches, they may send a fake picture because they don't want Nobody to know their mama or their uncle or, or somebody to know that they hoeing, but my pictures was really fine. So you might get a picture of one bitch and you see this bitch zero fat, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Battle, battle. Like, like, oh shit, you know, then they'll break them for more money, you know what I'm oh, saying? Man. So let me ask you, uh, pimps up
0: holes down. Mm-hmm. Uh in that epic HBO run back in the nineties, um, who was the narrator of that? Uh, uh Brent Owens. Brent Owens. Uh, what are your thoughts on the job he did? Because that was some rhyming, scheming all up and down and he was doing, and I don't know if that's what life he lived or he had a script that you think a, a pimp wrote it for him or something, because he was just- No, up no, and down, what, dude he, what
1: Brent did was he hung around a lot of pimping, man, and he just, you know, that, that was his job. HBO paid him to go and uh, just talk to pimps and sculpt pimps. So if you're around that shit all the time, you know what I'm saying, you're going to eventually adopt, adopt the culture. And I think he just kind of, you know, Kind of acclimated himself to the game and kind of regurgitated what he uh, was ascertaining, right? And But he wasn't no hell of a motherfucker. He was a big old fat dude, man. Yeah, he, he wasn't oh, shit, man. He wasn't damn, shit. I, I can't, now I can't unsee it. knock he wasn't shit. Nah, I can't He's a hip square, man, that's all.
0: Ah, oh, shit. Now, I'm curious. You mentioned Sauce Walker. Mm-hmm. Sauce Walker made money off his females just off their feet alone. Mm-hmm. When you see the technology where not even saying technology, but just what you call the fetishes where men want just the feet. Uh, they want some armpit game. They might like an ear or something. Were you into that? Like, were you
1: just, hey, nah, you just got three holes and we gonna go there? No, nah, my holes used to uh, kick tricks in the nuts. Oh. They used to make them stick pins in their penis. You know, oh. they, that's why they call them st- statistic tricks. They want them to beat them down. The most money that a hole can ever make is being a dominatrix. That's when yeah. she beat a trick with a whip and Kick them and and you know a lot of these dudes, man. Believe it or not, especially these white dudes, man. They psychotic, man. They love to be beat, kick. They want them hoes to talk crazy to them. So a fit fetish is the least that I'd seen. You know, what I mean, I'd seen all kind of shit. And my hoes would you know uh, go and, and order off the line these whips and stuff and all these little spikes and stuff. And they used to kick these tricks in the nuts and. And uh, do all kind of crazy stuff, man. And, and one trick he used to like the bitches to take the wildfire and squeeze it and pull his teeth out. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. His teeth out. You know, like they gonna pull. Oh, it like out. they gonna pull. Oh yeah. And, and, Damn. And, and, and he be like, stop, mommy, stop, stop. And them bitches would get two, three thousand dollars. If you a role player as a prostitute, you gonna make way more money. That we we, we call it selling pussyality. You know what I'm saying? If you're selling real pussy, you're a flatbacker. You know what I'm saying? You're going to burn out real soon because you're fucking too much. But if you got gain and you and, and you know how to, you know, uh, uh, attract certain tricks, then you're going to make way more money. Wow. So some didn't even probably want the pussy. They just want some. No, oh, man. That's, I had tricks, man, uh, date my bitches, right? Get them bitches three, $4,000. You know what they did? Just sit there and talk. Wow. you know, It's motherfuckers that got serious problems at home, man. Some of these wives and some of these girlfriends, man, hey man, they deplorable, man. They they horrible. You know what I'm saying? They, they cause a lot of stress on these men. They don't want to get these men sex. They want to nag. They want to argue about everything. And you know, a bitch, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's a nagger. She like an airplane. She'll harbor around the airport and she just go in circles. And she's like, how you do today, honey? I'm all right. Uh, is everything good? Yeah. Who is that bitch? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, and then that's the real point. And then, land the plane. <laughs> so yeah, they land the plane. So now this nigga, man, you know, all he want to do is go watch the Falcons game. He just want to go watch the Dallas uh, Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? He want to go watch the Green Bay Packers. He don't want to hear all that shit. He want to go watch the D- Dallas Mavericks play. You know what I'm saying? But she didn't tuck him on a whole other train. Now they argue for 14 hours about some shit that happened 10 years ago. Let me you know ask you, Th- there's so a they, thing- when, when, when the trick go, and, and, and he 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 spent that money with that little young girl, and she listening to him, and she acting like she loved him. Hey man, that's the best thing in the world for him.
0: Let me ask you, um, does it from your experience, do older tricks generally like the more, the more younger females? Was that like the age hey. gap was a was really
1: like a thing that you? So see? let me ask you a question, How old are you? I'm forty. And you going to go date a bitch 40 and you're going to date a bitch 20. How <laughs> she look? There's a, four, there's there's a 20, there's a 20 five, look like she's 40 a, a and like she a twenty. look like she's 20? I'm talking about a fine, beautiful, if, you know, whether... 40
0: look like she's 20. In the 20 look like she's 40, I might go with the older because
1: yeah. she looks like she's younger versus a 20-year-old who... Just you You have more go. fun with the younger bitch. And she gonna make she gonna make you feel. I mean, her mind. Because I'm like, if her body but, looks, but see, low. the old the older woman is, the more mature she is. So if you 40, she actually 47. Women mature seven times faster than men. Very true. So you know what I mean. You got to look at it from that perspective. You know, a woman, a man should always have a woman at least seven years you know, younger than him, or younger. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that's where you get your true masculinity from, because exactly. she's gonna look up to you. But for a woman your age, she's gonna challenge you. Y'all gonna be having arguments about bullshit. You to be right. older than you, yes. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, because she's actually older than you. She's seven years mature. So, you know what I mean? That's why it's so important to, you know, deal, you know, like when I deal with with people, I like women, I like to deal with younger women because I could tell them about, you know, Martin Luther King. I could tell them about, you know, Egypt. I could tell them about different things and they, they're more curious and they're more attentive. You know what I'm saying? But if you talk to an older woman, they so preoccupied and they don't really want to talk because they feel like they already learned that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that is not cool for a man. A man have to be a ruler, a man have to be a boss.
0: Do you prefer um, when you back, when you were recruiting, did you like an educated woman who was maybe more, more smart out here in the streets? Or did you like them kind of dumb, stupid, b- b- bimbo? Well, well, well,
1: well, you know, the dumber they were, the better. Okay. And the, the okay. reason why, because I'm fair to educate them now. See, if she ain't got nothing in her, I'm gonna put something in her. Yeah. So by the time she get through fuck with me, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna raise her skirt. I'm gonna raise her intelligence. You know what I'm saying? But if she know everything, we gonna be clashing. You see what I'm saying? So I prefer them young, fine, and qualified. They really want to be on the pimp side. You know what I'm saying? Then I could teach them. You know how to how to break a trick, how to run a trick up. You know what I'm saying? How to manipulate, how to finesse the game. You know what I mean? Because sometimes people, you know, they think they know something. You try to teach them. See, see, I'm gonna tell you an old trick that my daddy said. He said, "Son, he said you can't pull wine and old skin." You know what I'm saying? Because of the burst. You see, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but you can teach a new dog old tricks. See what I'm saying? And that's the philosophy that. So I get a new dog and I'm not referring to women as dog, but I get somebody new and I teach them some of the tricks and trades that some of the older hoes know. So now they the same caliber of the older hoes because they got the game.
2: Mm -hmm. Why can't you turn a hoe into a housewife or can't you?
1: Would you want to turn a hoe into a housewife? So she's sucking everybody's dick. She's fucking everybody with that. that that's, you want that to be your wife? Sure. She don't even want to be your wife. She like what she doing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and she ain't gonna never respect you because the deal that you made was on some pivot. Now you talking about, hey, I want to be your wife. That's, that's kind of productive. You see what I'm saying? So no, you can't turn a house a hoe into a housewife. You shouldn't even want to turn a hoe into a housewife. If you want a wife, then you go get your wife. If you want a hoe, then you got to be a pimp. Can
0: a female run out
1: of mileage on her,
0: on, you know, with her goodies? Like well, you, sure. know, you
1: know, you know. I had a saying- You, you got to reset well, that engine sometime. Yeah, you know? well, well, in my book, I said, once a bitch get 24, ain't no ain't no uh, uh, threads left from them good-year ties, no oh, more. You know what man. What I'm i got that. I can't <laughs> replace them or nothing. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, that's not really true because I know some veteran bitches, hey man, I had this one bitch and my son Supreme. He, you know, what I'm talking about. You know, that bitch was getting forties nice. and fifties and and twenty thousands. You know what I'm saying? So that that's just that's just a, 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 a you know th- what the pimps say. Uh, uh, I rather have a turnout than a burnout. That's just some pimp shit, nigga. Just talking. But you know what I'm saying? If a if a if a, if a, a veteran bitch came. Then she can't correct and she was in pocket, I'm pretty sure it's not a pimp on the planet that turned that bitch down.
0: I ain't gonna lie, something sexy about Eartha Kitt, man, that was, you know, something was sexy about Eartha Kitt in her old age, I'm oh like, yeah. yeah, she seemed like she, I yeah. think you just
1: like older women, man. No, 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 no,
0: I like them all. No, I like them all. You just mm-hmm. shit, young, old, just, vi-
1: I'm a visual, I'm a visual guy. I'm but you visual. know, sometimes shit can be psychological. You keep talking about it and it's just in your head. You yeah, maybe so maybe like maybe bitches. that's my fetish. I ain't never really yeah,
0: tapped your fetish into the, is I ain't tapped into, into the old
1: law yet. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. I want to tip, see, see, tip like, my like, toe into hey, the- Hey, you, you like them old. I don't like <laughs> nothing old but a bankroll. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? I like them young, fine, and qualified. They want to be on the pimp side. Come on now. You know, but, hey, hey, niggas say i take them 18 to 80 you know what i'm saying i mean as long as they ain't black but crazy you dig what i'm saying hey man tell them
0: hey (laughs) so i gotta ask you about the ism man um because there's uh tell us about you know there's a lot of guys who came into the Mm game and some of them got that ism some of them don't and uh we watch no jumper we watch uh black we watch these shows these podcasts where these young look like tiktok pimps i guess Mm-hmm. feel like they're really doing it because they on the internet with it and they feel like they got mind
1: control over Debo and stuff. Well, it's a, it's a reason why you tell a bitch to hold her head down. You know, It's a reason why you serve a pimp when you're knocking for his hoe. You know? It's a reason why, you know what I'm saying, you don't fuck a bitch when you first meet her. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a reason why, you know what I'm saying, I mean, you know, you don't have a square bitch and, 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 and a hustling bitch at the same time. So when these niggas come to the game, Pimping, they be on all that sucker shit. You know, they, they bitches be out of pocket. You see what I'm saying? Uh, 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 They bitches be talking to other bitches, they bitches be talking to Pimp, and they don't have the game. And those are what we call simps, because Miss Pimpin' ain't no Pimpin' at all. You must know the rules of the game. You know what I'm saying, I me? Mean, you know, you cannot fuck with a bitch and she don't suck it to your pocket. It's just, that's just, because that fucks up the whole thing, because if I let a bitch come, and I fuck the bitch on the first date, and she ain't gave me no money, guess what? In her mind, she gonna be like, he fucking everybody else and he's doing the same thing. And Uh then that bitch that I let get in my household without breaking herself, guess what she gonna say? She gonna say, all pimps are like Ken. You know what I'm saying? And you can be with a pimp and you don't have to pay him. And that's why niggas got rules and regulations to the game because they don't want none of that shit to be, you know, misconstrued.
0: So let me ask you as far as um, when you see, you know, pimps being exploited, you know, they got the feather in the hat, they got the linen suit. I think there's this pimp out now called the Purple Pimp. he just be walking around. It's purple. Um, you know, it's those, like... Man, uh, those
1: ain't pimps, man. Yeah, I'm like... I, those but, ain't well, pimps.
0: I guess the question is, as far as the outfit, the get-up, is that because, a big part
1: of it? Because let me tell you the secret. Before the exploitation of black people in the 70s with Dona Mike, uh Superfly, the Mac, before that shit, the word pimp... In the early 1800s and 1900s, men's debonair mean gentlemen. You didn't know that, did you? I didn't know that. Once black folks start calling themselves pimps, then they start demonizing, discredit, and trying to destroy it. But you got to remember, pimp, black folks did not start brothels. If you go watch any of the cowboy movies, they was pimping back then. But, but, you know, it wasn't a black man face. You know, even uh, you look at uh, Vegas, you go to Nevada, they pimping like a motherfucker. They got like a bunch of whole houses, but they don't come. But when the black man get it, then it's a negative thing. But if you go back and you, and you study the early history, the etymology of the word pimp, it had all positive connotations.
0: So, and they say, uh, you know, prostitution is the oldest profession in the game. That means is... A pimp, the oldest profession as well? Because I'm assuming with prostitution, there had to be someone controlling. Whether woman, man,
1: like No, no, that's not the pimp's all, That's a you know, when I say
0: pimp, I mean, of course, the man who is sending a woman out and make
1: structuring the business. No, that's a misconception. Okay, please. What yeah. did you spend your first nine months at? Uh in a womb. In a womb. Yeah. We all came from a womb. We all want to get back in that motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is that when you think about it from that perspective, men have always, even in the animal kingdom, you see them going crazy. Men have always wanted the vagina. The vagina is, is the vagina is king. The vagina is the power of all powers. There's nothing more powerful than that vagina. That's how pimps make their money. So women, you know, at, even in the Bible, they wouldn't call prostitute, they was called concubines. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and a lot of them, and whorlots, a lot of them women in the Bible were considered like King Solomon's wives. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but eventually, you know what I'm saying, I mean, somebody must have got smart and said, I'm hungry and I need to eat. Let me charge for this power that I have. Now, now slavery, right? This is this this is with slavery, how the black man get into Americanized nice pimping, right? So in slavery, you know, the slave masters Used to uh, rape our women. That's why you got so many light-skinned children doing slavery, right? So the, they always raped them. But when they would take them out of the, the slave house and take them into the, the big house, you know what I'm saying? They would give them a pork chop. And even though I was married to this lady, this is my wife, I couldn't do nothing about it because I was property. I was chattel slavery. I was the slave master owned me. So what I would, what, what the brothers would do back then, is said, next time you go and you go with master, make sure you ask for two-port charts. And that's when the system of manipulation begins. So when you see them brothers back in the early 20s driving them uh, horses and carriages, those weren't, they were, they, they weren't uh, uh, chauffeurs, they were pimps. You know what I'm saying? So they started using that system of manipulation and they started selling the woman because the, black, the white man have always loved the black woman. That's why you see the ploy of them trying to take our sisters now. That's why you see every time you see Tyler Perry put a movie out, it's a it's, it's an interracial relationship. Every time Hollywood puts on it's an interrelational ra- relationship, because first of all, they had to move the black man out the family through welfare and affirmative action and, and all these other tactics that they use. And now our black women is single and they in the household by themselves, you see a lot of white men loving black women all of a sudden. You know, you got to look at the the game and all this shit, man.
2: There was a movie a few years ago um, titled Pimp, uh, where Kiki Palmer depicted a female pimp. Um, mm-hmm. The whole idea was that you know her father was a pimp, her mama was a hoe, she learned the game, so on and so forth. Do you believe in reality that there can be and is a such thing as a female pimp?
1: That's bullshit. Yeah. You want me to tell you why it's bullshit? I
2: would love for you to tell me.
1: Because have you ever seen a female actor have you ever seen a female host? Have you ever seen a female waiter? You've seen a female wait- waitress. You've seen a female hostess. You've seen a female, you know, side of that side. So I could say she could be a pimpress, but she could never be wear the title of pimp. You know what I'm saying? Because it's masculine. You know what I'm saying? I Me and pimpress is the feminine perspective, just like an actress is the opposite polo counterpart to actor. You know, so that's the reason why. Can a woman break on a hoe? Hell yeah, they do it all the time. You know what I'm saying, can a woman get money from a bitch and, and have seven, eight bitches? Yeah, but do, what, what in the pimp world, do we call her a pimp? No, you know, we don't call her a pimp. You know what I'm saying, I mean, and somebody say madam, you know what I'm saying, it may be more appropriate, but she's not a pimp, because in order to be a pimp, you gotta have a hoe, you know what I'm saying, I mean, you gotta be a hoe, gotta have a pimp, so ain't no woman even, even, uh, let's just use grammar. You know, grammatically is wrong. You know, you can't, it, it doesn't match up grammatically. You know, like I said, just like, act, uh, you can't say uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey is a great actor. You know, uh, 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 so-and-so is the greatest waiter ever. No, she's a waitress.
0: All right, let's, uh, and I, well, real quick, I want to touch on something that you mentioned earlier as far as uh, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Mm-hmm. And you also mentioned like human traffic and things like that. Mm-hmm. Now these don't go one the same. But what are your thoughts on like the passport bros who go overseas to find a woman? And they those might be women who walk in the street, like uh, the
1: Philippine bitches, Yeah, the Philippe,
0: Yeah, and they might try to bring them back to America and make them a wife. But they had to go over there to find them, and they might have. They
1: might. They might be walking the street. But, but, see, but see, 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 that, that's that's not really hoeing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, those are opportunities. Those are gold diggers. You know, a hoe is somebody that go and break tricks 24 seven every day. She go out that door with the sole purpose of catching a trick. You know what I'm saying? They just trying to catch an opportunity. So these people, you know, it's a difference. It's a big, see, 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 you got to remember, when you think about Hollywood, you think about all this pimp shit, it's certain rules and regulations, gang. So it's not many people that lived in my world. You know what I'm saying? The shit that I could tell you, if I raise you as a pimp, You know what I'm saying? But we're gonna be talking to my son, Supreme, in a minute. If I raise you as a pimp, you know what I'm saying? I I gave you the game. You know what I'm saying? It's certain characteristics that you're gonna have. It's certain things that you ain't gonna do. You know what I'm saying? It's just certain attributes that you're gonna pick up. Now, once you stop pimping, and you go back to civilian life, you know what I'm saying? You know, things might change a little bit. Like, I always tell, somebody asked me, when did I really start having love? So my daughter, Kiki, was born. I didn't have no kid till I was 31. So when she was born, I fell in love with my daughter. And that's when I first experienced love. Because remember, I was tripping on my mama. Of course, I love my brothers and sisters and my pops, but I'm talking about, you know, just a, 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 love, a love, like where like, oh, this is mine. Then my other kids were born, then I start having more love. So I don't feel the same way I felt as a pimp. Now I understand what love is. I look at it different. But, you know, when people ask me from a pimp perspective, no, it's it's impossible for me to fall into that category because I'm going to fuck up the money.
2: You have have a son here. You just mentioned you had a daughter. Do you depict the game differently to your daughter? No, I tell my
1: daughters, listen, hey, don't get no nigga, no coochie until at least two to three months. I said, make a nigga wait. You know what I'm saying? I, I I break, just like I break down the game to my son. My Me and Kiki had some of the, the craziest conversation. You know what I'm saying? And I tell her everything. I, 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 I see what Steve Harvey said, uh, act like a woman, think like a man. Yeah. That's what that's how I raise my daughters. Act like a woman, think like a man. They got all the game. You know what I'm saying? You got to be really smooth. You know what I'm saying? My daughters being very, very few, domestic violence situations because I teach them the game. I show them red flags. I show them how to move around. I show them, you know, with this. Not that I'm trying to block the game, but you know, if somebody that I pimped on, if your daddy would have blocked, I would have never sold your pussy. You know what I'm saying? If you had somebody there to give you the game, you like, oh, I'm not gonna give my money to Pimpin' Ken." You know, so my daughter's just fortunate enough to have a daddy that was there to lace them up. You know what I'm saying, I mean, And you know, that's just how that go.
0: When you walk in a room, And you see, like women, and you don't know them. Can you like immediately tell if they could be pimped or not? Like,
1: it's it's not a woman on the planet that can't be pimp. She just got to, she just got, she just got to be around a pimp. Now, say for instance, if uh, let me give you an example. Uh, Say for instance, if Cat Williams was a pimp, which he was, he said he was a pimp. So if he was a pimp and he wanted to pimp you, then he could mash on you. Say for instance, if uh, Denzel Washington was a pimp and you was a fan of his. And you said, hey, hey, look here, baby. I know I'm the biggest act, but I want you to sell some pussy right quick because you know, on my, you know, like, what was his name? It may not be that direct, but he gonna, he gonna, he gonna slowly get yeah, you. Yeah, yeah but finesse two times. He always like, man, if this motherfucker rap shit, I will get back to Pippin Cause finesse two times probably had a bitch or two or, or probably know the game, right? So any nigga that got a bitch mine, you know, and let me, I'm gonna give you an example, a better example. How many niggas you know, you ain't gotta say their name cause we ain't trying to get nobody indicted. How many niggas you know that sell work, right? They have a bitch, you know, move a key or two. Hey bitch, put this key in your house. Put this dope in your house. This bitch is facing way more time than a prostitute. She can get life in prison. They got guns and money, all kind of shit now. But because he got on mine, what? She's holding that dope, She holding that gun. Now, if that nigga was the same nigga that this bitch got all this love for, taking all these penitentiaries, these felony chances for, if he's the same bitch, I want you to go sell some pussy. You know what I'm saying, I mean, hey man, you believe how, I, I done turned out accountants, I done turned out all kind of bitches, man, all bitches for all, man, hey man, hey man, the Dominican bitch, I would tell you, she was a waitresses. She was, I met her at a waitress in Milwaukee years ago. She was a waitress. She was doing, she was, she was doing wait, a waitress shit. I got in her ear and I had my mink on. I was looking good. She said, what you do? I said, I fish Simons and catch coconuts. You know what I'm saying? She said, what is that? I said, if you come fuck with me, I'm going to introduce you to it. You know what I'm saying? So we start kicking it and you know, I wine and diner and shit like that. Then I explained it to her. I said, look here, man. I said, you getting penny, any money? I said, let me show you how to get some real money. So I had one of my partners. My old man, you know, may he rest in peace. My old man, my guy Jim. I gave him five hundred. I said, man, date this bitch, man. You know what I'm saying, I man? This a bad motherfucker, Dominican bitch. I need to sell this whole pussy, man. You know what I'm saying? This bitch like me. Jim gave her five hundred. She was turned out. Hey, you know we get some more of that? <laughs> sure. Now this woman was a waitress. I had a lady that was accountant. I ain't gonna say her name neither. But you know, we we kicking in this shit. You know what I mean? She, I'm, I'm there with her cousin. And I'm at a party and I got a suit on. And she said, Oh, he he, he, he handsome. he fine. So her cousin said, Girl, that's Pimpin' Ken. She said, I, I ain't starting that. You know, she thinks she's gonna get some wood. She thinks it's all about that. <laughs> you know, I flipped it like IHOP. You know what I'm saying? I mean, next thing you know, she was down. She was getting money. I didn't put her on the blade, I put her on the in a strip club, and I put her on on an escort service. And you know what I'm saying? Got money for a long time. And this bitch had a real fucking degree in accounting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. And then I could just go, on. I might go on, man. My partner, I ain't not, I, I can't get yeah. too deep. What
0: I, what I would say is, I would say a waitress might be easy because they're already in the service industry and they work for tips. I could get it's a just, lawyer, I
1: could get a doctor. And once I get in the bitch head, it's over with, my, my my dude. That's how cold the pimp game is. If a pimp get in your head, it's a rap.com. That's why so many bitches don't give a fuck how crazy and how wild it is. they scared of pimps because they know. They, they you they can look at that pimp eye, they know this nigga going to get me. Do you like a challenge? Huh? Do you like a challenge? Or you I like I love a challenge, man. I love man listen, man I I lo- I, lo- I love a bitch to say that she can't be Remember pimp, pimp some holds down? Yeah. Remember the girl that there was a female pimp uh what was her name Lex? Or uh, something? I forget but I remember her okay, face. Okay, so so Lex was in there. Remember the girl that she was with? The, the Alizé bitch?
0: I'm about to go back to
1: it, but... Okay, so Alizé was my bitch. Oh, I remember Alizé. So so, so Alizé <sighs> uh, went back to diking, right? And, and you know the other ladies in there, they was like, bitch, you can't get, you know, a man woo-woo bitch, you know what I'm saying? Come on back home, right? But this is how this happened. I met her Damn. at a place called... Uh, I forget, uh, what's that strip club in Milwaukee over there on 36. But anyway, fuck the club name. So I'm in the club. I walk in there. She a dike. She like, I don't fuck with no niggas. Get out of here with that pimp shit. She, she, man, at that point, I was laser being focused <laughs> on that. Horse. I said, I'm a, I'm a pimp on this bitch right here. Oh, so shit. I would sweat her every day. And she would run from me all through the club and she would keep running. I, hey, bitch, I'm saying, come on, bitch, let your motherfucking next move be your best move. I know you're unhappy, bitch, you need a real pappy, right? Yeah. I'm sweating this bitch like, I'm talking about like a man Russian. I'm determined like a motherfucking German on this horse. Yeah. So I goes to Indianapolis, guess who I see? Alize. Fine, motherfucking ass. Damn. And, and, and when I looked at it, bitch looked at me. She got to acting gang goofy. Now every other club she worked, she had a bald head. This time she had uh, a extensions. Wig, she had a little. She had whatever they call it, weed. Yeah. So I said, Yeah, what's up, bitch? You know what I'm saying, And She uh-huh. said, What's happening? And woo, woo. And she just got to smiling. And I said, Oh, this is unusual. You know what I'm saying, man? But I sweated her so hard at, <laughs> at the at the club that eventually she ended up being with me. She was with me for about two years but the other hoes would tease her because they knew she was formerly in that other lifestyle and that's what ran out. Me and her never had a problem. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? All that shit about her being a dyke, man, that shit went out the window. So you know what (laughs) I'm saying me? And, and I, I it was two dykes. So i not, that's always, in my pimp career, that's something that I always want to do, that I want to get two yeah, dyke, dyke bitches. Out. Not studs, but real, the dyke bitches, yeah. the, the feminine. And I turned out two dykes. And I think, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, that and pimping bitches overseas. You know what I'm wow. saying? I mean, I, I, I had a bitch uh, from Italy and a bitch from Canada, you know, and that was those, and I had a bitch uh, go to Europe one time. So, you know, those, those were the two highlights of my career is something I wanted to do. And once I did that, man, I felt I considered myself as being, you know, the creme de la creme of the ism. God. Yeah.
2: Did you ever see uh Snowfall the last season? Did you ever watch that?
1: Nah, but uh, Rick Ross, right? Uh yeah. So Ross, you know, yeah. yeah, but I'm doing I'm doing a movie on Rick Ross, you know. Uh oh. Shut yeah. shut
2: Rick Ross, he was on the platform. He was on the platform. Yeah, he's been on his platform. I was gonna ask you a question about that. <laughs> Cause there was a well I just say this was a like a a pimp in there, and they painted him very, very bad. And I was trying to say, why? Why do you think? Um, what's the difference of Have you ever met a bad pimp, like a pimp that was like they put, you know, like man, this is just not a good person.
1: Well, you know, uh, it's some gorilla, Magilla McGur- gorilla pimps, you know, some gorilla pimps. We don't fuck with them. You know, pimps always, real pimps always team up to knock them for all their hoes. You know, we don't like gorillas, you know. I don't like pimps that mess with underage bitches. You know, we be like, man, get off the track with these puppies, man. You know what I'm saying? We don't put puppies on the track. We don't put young young girls on the blade. You know what I'm saying? We, I don't like that. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't like uh, uh, people, man, that go and talk behind people back all the time. Or, you know, there's just a lot of things that, you know, you don't like. But I think what happens is, you know, I think Hollywood has, Mm -hmm. giving us this depiction of the pimping. But y'all don't know about the pimps that wear the Monty suits. Y'all don't know about the pimps that wear nothing but Gucci and Fendi and Louis Vuitton. Y'all don't know nothing about the pimps that play golf. You know what I'm saying? They live in high rises like this. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't know about those pimps. It's a whole class of pimps. that don't have nothing to do with the track. don't have nothing to do with this clown shit. You know what I'm saying? That y'all see on TV. That's just clown shit. It's some real ball. You ain't gonna never see no real pimp with motherfucking fishes, goldfish in the bottom of his <laughs> shoes like a, a Huggy Bear. You ain't gonna never see, ain't no Huggy Bear pimps around. It's, a, it's a, Now, but then you got other guys who grew up watching that shit and that's their definition of a pimp. So they try to, you know, mimic what they see on TV, which that ain't no pimping at all. But the real pimps, you know, like, if y'all remember me, when y'all look at me on pimps and hoes, you see, I had the $100,000 Rolex on, I had rings and shit that was worth hundreds of thousands. I must be getting some real money. You know what I'm mean? saying? I had a, a, a Versace suit with 24 carat gold buttons. It's on pimps of hoes, Now I can't make this shit up. That mink was custom, black and white. You know, I, I might have had two three $300,000 on just in, in, in shit. Let
0: me ask you, who was your... Top money maker when it comes to uh, nationality was it the white girl?
1: Well, I had a bitch. I can't say her name, Ooh. but she had a master's degree, Ooh. and she was the coldest motherfucker that I, she was. Uh, black and white. Her, oh, her daddy was black. Her daddy was black, and her mama was white. But that bitch, man, my son. Know who I'm talking about that bitch is oh. Hey, that bitch is there. So, so not only did she look the part. Meant she was she, the part. She, she looked like she was white, a black and Asian, not black and white. God. You know man. what I'm saying? She was uh very intelligent. She was a hustler, and she, you know, she just knew how to take this game like fish take to a water. And that was and then I had a white girl that gave me money. But then, you know, but but my top, my top, uh, my top girl of all times, you know, that really stood stayed, the pay was a black girl. You know what I mean? And she really made me. She, bottom, she That's considered the bottom girl. That's part. my bottom girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she, she created the mystique because she wanted the other holes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she wanted the mix. She wanted the diamonds. She enjoyed the lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and by the time everybody else got to me, I was made, right? So I'm already made. I'm already pipping cans. So I couldn't enjoy what I enjoyed with this one person who was down with me for eight years. And we was able to get money. And she seen me go from, you know, this this little gangster nigga from Milwaukee to, you know, this international pimp.
2: So what are your what are your thoughts about the blade now, like Harry Hines? Man, that shit live in the motherfucker. I was just on
1: Figaro. <laughs> I went to California, went to Figaro. We went to me and Supreme went to International. We just, we just, we just ride on the blade and just sit, cause we down there uh interviewing uh uh, uh, Feel More Slim, which would be coming out on my View From the Gang uh, podcast. So we we interviewing uh, him. So we, uh, we said, let's just go to the Blade. Then I went to Harry Highs man. I'm like, man, you know, where were these bitches at when we was out here? Mind yeah. you, you know, they changed
0: the law to where females who's on the Blade, they don't get, the laws don't pull them over no more. They're able to go out there, thong, thong on with heels and just walk up and but, down and but, laws will not fuck with them.
1: But let me They say, fuck with the Johns. Let, let me say this to the young brothers, right? Uh, you got to remember human trafficking is real, right? Sometimes, man, you got to understand when you're in the mix, right? Because see, if they allow these hoes to be out here and these pimps is getting comfortable and thinking, oh man, they, it's pimping is legal. You got to believe that, man, you know, just like a nigga selling drugs, they let niggas wear jewelry and all that shit and, 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 and bought all these cars and then they swoop down on them. So what I'm saying is, man, don't get too comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I Me, mean, always pimp like you're on trial. You know, pimp like you know you're being investigated, so you could have a defense. You know what I'm saying? I Me, mean, if your defense is I'm on the blade every night and I'm not a pimp, I'm on the blade every night and I'm riding Benzes and Cadillacs, I'm on the blade every night and hoes are jumping out of my car. Good luck with that.
0: Um, a clip of Eddie Murphy right now is going viral of him back in the 90s, talking about how his wife and kids left the house. Uh, he woke up at four in the morning and wanted to go find a book to read and end up picking up a transvestite. And he felt sorry for the transvestite, so he wanted to give uh, the transvestite a ride home because the transvestite was crying you know, on a wall. Hmm. Um, he told that story to the media and they clapped, and this shit's going by right now. Um, do you believe Eddie Murphy was going to find a book to read at four in the morning with his wife gone out overseas? Man, I mean, just from your man, experience.
1: Eddie Murphy, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with Eddie Murphy. I, I watch all this movie, man, but man, you don't accidentally pick up a transvestite. You know what I'm saying? That ain't happening, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, It did first of all, man, you know what I'm saying? Ride around with him. You know what I'm saying? It, all the money he got, man, why would you be on the strip picking up a, you know, a transvestite, whatever you call it? You know what I'm saying? I don't believe the shit, you know. I think it's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with Eddie Murphy, but to me, that's some straight bullshit, man. <laughs> Listen, man, you know what I'm saying? If I pick up, uh, if I if, if I see a man, you know, he dressed like a woman, and I'm I see him, I'm not gonna feel sorry for him yeah, because he was trying to be a good Samaritan. <laughs> No, but, but no, but but suppose, suppose he could be a robber. He might not be a real transvestite. I mean, he could be setting you up. You know, a lot yes. of dudes dress like women and they put makeup on and all this stuff and they robbing these tricks out here. Because I remember, you know, we had a situation like that on the Blade one time where they was robbing these, uh, he had these uh, uh, dudes who were dressed like women you know, but they were really on Roberts. you know what I'm saying, you know, I mean, and, and then, you know, you, I mean, you don't pick up, I wouldn't even pick up a little kid, man, I mean, shit, you don't pick up nobody and you a superstar, you know, Eddie Murphy, that's bullshit, man. That's bullshit, man. That's bullshit, I mean, for real though, I mean, if it's true, you know, hey man, power to you, Eddie Murphy, but I'm just saying, man, that shit don't sound right, man, that just, that's, that's not a, that's not a good, he should've said something else.
2: So what would you, what do you do on a scenario if you send a woman out, right? And then the trick robs her? Well, what do you do? What Well, you know,
1: when a bitch chews up on a pimp, all she got is our game, right? So I, I tell a bitch, hey, bitch, put a razor up under your tongue, put a razor in your wig. If a trick get out of pocket, cut him right by his eyes so the blood can drip in his eyes and it's going to blind him. And then, you know what I'm saying me, you know, kick him in his nuts, grab your money, get up out of there. So, if a bitch got robbed, she probably went out of the radius of the blade. She probably in the wrong area. You know what I'm saying? She's doing something that she don't have no business doing. You know what I'm saying me? And then, you know what I'm saying me, that's why you got condoms. You know, if you try to rob my bitch, you must know that that money gonna be them hundreds gonna be in that condom and stuffed up in her pussy. You know what I'm saying, I mean? If she got all her money out, then she's a rookie bitch. You know what I'm saying? she ain't got no game, and the pimp ain't giving her no game. You know what I'm saying? So he's miss pimpin So, you know, only thing I can give a bitch is some game. I ain't finna turn a date with no hole. I ain't finna jack no trick dick off. I ain't finna do none of that. So I have to be able to give that bitch enough instructions. You know what I'm saying, I mean, So she can bring back those productions. You know, if the bitch get raped or whatever, or something like that, hey, look here, bitch. Here's, here, you know, here's the scenario, bitch. You know, either you can get out the game right now, bitch. You know what I'm saying? You can, we, can, we can hang this shit up right now, or do you want to stay down? Because, bitch, you know what I'm saying, me, this come with the job. You know what I'm saying? Police, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Go out there. He might say 10 motherfuckers, but one motherfucker might shoot him. That's his job. A fireman might go in the house, and that motherfucker, you know, Bean might fall out. He might get burnt. But, you know, that's the job. I mean, that's the way I did it back in the day.
0: Um, you know, they had, like, the situation with Ted Bundy. Picking up uh, women, uh, uh, you know um, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Of course, he was on the men's side. But there's been lot, situation. A there's a situation that was recently going on where there's a serial killer where some girls. Uh, that was on the stroll was getting murdered then. Did that did you ever man, you know too much, man. You, I, I know some shit. I know some shit. You pimping man or what? I just, I just know some shit. I just know hey I'm in the news. Hey, don't
1: let me I, find out. Don't let me find out I, I, I be reading news. <laughs> did you ever
0: have a situation where you was worried about a, a serial man, killer out
1: there getting to it? Bro, I swear to God on everything I love, I used to pray every night that them girls made it home Man, I was so scared all the years I was pimping Especially on the track. That's why I people say, man, Ken, on the carpet, you got the bitch at the club. I felt more comfortable because, you know, you got to remember you got somebody's child, somebody's sister, or something, man. And it's always a fear, you know, because you know, like if I if 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 I if, if, you know, if, if they don't call me by eight o'clock, I'm hoping to get the phone call. For you. I mean, Please, somebody come and serve me about this bitch, man. You know, because I'm calling. I'm calling the hospital, I'm calling jails. I'm calling everything. And then when they finally call, it's like a relief. You don't let them know, but you're like, damn, they didn't kill her. You know what I'm saying? She didn't get. She didn't get beat down. You know, and that's a fear, man. And any pimp that say he don't have that fear, he's lying.
0: Nah, that's real. Because any, it could be any car, any yeah. John. Uh, so let's go and do it. Let's 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 go and. Talk about scenario. Um, Bubba Luciano came on the couch.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: he spoke on a, a situation, mm-hmm. a video, as we were speaking on uh, the late mm-hmm. great Pimp C. And uh, he said, man, and Ken can tell you more about that. Uh, that's his scenario. Now, mind you, of course, we did our research. We did. We watched some interviews. We learned what we need to learn. And uh, I don't think we want to hide any names today. Uh, well, actually, let's do it like this. You said that you were over to Pimp C's house and again rest in mm-hmm. peace to the late great Pimp C. You would just show him some music, show him some, you know, show him right. some stuff. And he showed you a sex tape that would probably break the internet in today's world. Right. Um you know, I know you don't like saying what you
1: saw, what what it was. I give y'all a big I give y'all more hit than I ever gave anybody else. Whoever the bitch was, she didn't fuck several Rapper's from Houston. Mm. Okay, let's let's leave it that right there. Mm. Second of all, whoever she is, when she was getting banged, she liked to scream a lot, mm. you know what I'm saying? And she was screaming a lot, you know, she was- Scream a or sink? What, what you like, oh, fuck the shit out of me. you know? Oh, so God. it was like, you know, she almost she fucked like she saying and she's a she's a she's a big time R and B bitch. You know what I'm saying? But it was a lot of big time R and B bitches back then. You know, I ain't gonna call them bitches women. You know, you had Mary J Blige, you had Beyonce, you had uh, Jennifer Lopez. It was a lot of you know people that was successful back then. So what I'm saying to you, you could just look at you know anybody that didn't fuck this bitch before. You know what I'm saying? and y'all know that she liked to scream and make a lot of noise, then y'all know who I'm talking about. Anybody that, you know, that's in Houston that knew it was a bitch going around Houston fucking a lot of rappers and shit, then you know who I'm talking about. Hmm. But because Pimp C never told y'all I would be out of pocket, you know what I'm saying, to say who it is. Now the dude that she was fucking, he was a multimillionaire. We all know him, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he was a mogul, you hmm. know what I'm saying? I mean, and uh. For the record, it's not Jay-Z. I just leave it yeah, at that. Yeah,
0: yeah, just leave it yeah, at that. I
1: leave it at that. Leave it at that,
0: leave it at that. Um, let me ask you this, because, you know, you've seen what happened with, uh, what's her name, um, uh, what's Ray J's chick's name? Kim I Kardashian. Say, yeah, damn, I threw Ray J. Uh, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. Um, you've seen what happened with that. Uh, and again, if Chad was alive today, and let's say that was a thing, how explosive
1: would that video be you feel in today's time? If oh, it was oh the-, the video that Pimp C here? Yes. Uh, man, <laughs> shit. Hey, man, this woman here is shit. 10 times more famous than uh, Kim, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, it'd be a lot of simping going on because a lot of niggas who think they all clever be really hurt, <gasps> you know what I'm saying? I mean, they'd be really hurt about to know that, you know, what they call a wife ain't nothing but a That over there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and uh, if, if I would have had it, I would anonymously put it out because it, I would have made trillions of dollars. Yeah, but I said, how much money you feel? You, I think you'd have made trillions because, you know, whoever this person is, they are, they do well just on music. <laughs> so if somebody can see her behind butt naked ass, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I think they'll be, you know, because probably a lot of people already got a fantasy about this chick.
0: And, and I don't want to just you know start hint too much, but um, you said R and B singer it was and it just I, I'm not gonna I ain't gonna go deep, but is this person in movies as
1: well? They have they made movies. Too? Yeah, they have made movies. Okay. I've that, seen them in a couple movies. That uh, that 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 narrows the it down had, just a little bit, just a yeah, little. Yeah. Bit. But you know, Mary J. Blige was in the in yeah, movies. No, of people uh, people uh, uh, a lot Jennifer Lovaz yeah, was in movies. Movie. Holly, Holly, Holly Berry <laughs> in movies. Holly uh, Berry, was in movies. Beyonce was in movies. A lot of people been in movies. Hey, Okay, okay, um any of them perform at the Super Bowl? Let's let's not even go, let's not even so, go on. So Whitney Houston perform at the Super Bowl, uh, Mary J. Biden right. performed at the Super yeah, yeah. Bowl, Beyonce. J. Lo, J. Lo performed at the Super Bowl. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I, all I can tell you is that whoever the, whoever the female is, we all, you know, at some point had a fantasy about her fine ass. She's a fine motherfucker, I can tell you that.
0: Oh, and it's crazy you know? because it's funny, at the time of when you see something like that you never know what people are gonna turn out to be in life. You know, like, oh, they might be like, oh, they, they a little hot right now, it's whatever the fuck. And then- They was hot then. Yeah, I said they hot then,
1: but when you look they at- They may be a little hotter than Yeah, Yeah, a decade later, two decades <laughs> later, you're like, God damn. Hey, and they, they, they stayed on fire.
0: Can someone escape their past, you feel? Or those skeletons will always come out to haunt them?
1: Well, you know, fortunately for them uh, and for him, that it would never come out. I would think the the dude would probably love for it to come out because it would help him, you know, and and, it would help him in his career, but the lady, I think it would be embarrassing, you know, for her to, uh, you know, have that out there at the rate and the status she is now. But, you know, I seen the video because I showed Pimp C, Pimpology, which was a movie that I had, and Pimp C was like, man, let me show you something. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I can and hear his voice right now. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, I'm sitting there, man, and at the time, this person wasn't the person that they is now, so it wasn't as shocking, but it was shocking, you know what I'm saying, me? And I don't even think that the Kim Kardashian shit has started yet, you know what I'm saying? I don't think it was a, a sex, leaking sex takes out there. It was, just, it was just a weird situation, you know, and it was in a studio, and uh, you know, uh, pimp just caught. He caught the right moment. You know what I'm saying? He caught oh, wait. the right moment.
0: Is, is pimp in the video or is nah, it somebody No, pimp ain't in the is, video. Yeah, yeah, pimp, pimp now
1: recording it. Yeah, it's it's a. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you okay, got to okay. remember. You know what I'm saying? Pimp been in a lot of rooms. You oh, know, he been in a lot of rooms. Yeah, and you know, he, seen he, a lot of he shit. he's a he's a super duper producer for he produced for a few people and a few you know some of these you know. But I mean, yeah. Hey, listen, but then to that young girl credit that she was at the time, you know. I mean I think she was just fanatical. I think you know it was a lot of niggas having money and a lot of niggas celebrity. I think she was just, you know, doing what any young lady would do. She was being a groupie, you know, probably just getting the rocks off, you know, yes, and sir. you know, but it was I don't think it was a immature thing. If you if I told you who the man was and you look at how young the girl was, I think she would have did it anyway because the guy that she was having sex with was the man at the time.
0: Mm. Oh man, we are going to let y'all uh y'all Scooby Doo fans. Scooby Doo <laughs> this motherfucker. Y'all go y'all y'all go to work um but I do have to ask you um when it comes to from you being a pimp uh having females and knowing what johns are and knowing how how the, the extremes they'll go to get their rocks off. What was your thoughts when you seen Diddy's lawsuit with Cassie of Diddy the, the, the things that were being brought out about Diddy, cause you know, he has unlimited money. And the things that they, that she was saying that she was depraved to do for him.
1: But see, that, that Diddy thing fucked me up because Diddy and I did business before. Mm. I don't know if you know, remember Loom? Oh, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah So him, so yeah, me, me and Loom, Me and Loom sold over a million dollars worth of records. Diddy called me, said, so what's up, nigga? Loon had you on um on, on his album. Oh yeah. So come on, Diddy let's go. called me like, "What's up, nigga?" You know what I'm saying? What's up, Pippin? I said, "What's up, Diddy? I'm I'm you know this P Diddy, hey Diddy, Diddy, you know." So I'm talking to him. He was like, "Uh, so so who who is your publishing company, right? You know, you know I mean he doing business. Yeah, he like, trying to do the business. Man, he trying to do business. He said, "So what, what we gotta do to make this shit official? Because I'm trying to get this album out." I said, "Man, I want uh, Loom to uh, come to my party. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so I about. want him to perform." He said, say nothing else. And, and, and then Diddy did it for me. Then he called me back. You know what I'm saying? About a month or two, about a year about a year later, he said, say, man, I'm throwing a party with Jermaine Dupree in Atlanta. I want you to come. He said, I'm gonna fly you in. I'm gonna get you a room. He said, and you're gonna be in my VIP exclusively. I, he flew me in, got me a room right next to the Lennox Mall. I, I go to uh, to the party. It's just me, P. Diddy, and my man, Paper Chase, May rest in peace. It's just us three and Jermaine was on the other side, and they were doing this little back and forth thing, and I never seen nothing funny, like all this homosexual stuff, man. Diddy acted like a ghetto, straight up player. I ain't never seen that homosexual shit. All this shit, is like that. Did he b-. dap you
0: up, or did he hug you?
1: Nah, he, dab- he was a player, man. He's a street uh, nigga. Uh, yeah. I, a player I, but, recognized a player. But I'm saying, man, Diddy to me, and then he got in my movie from the ghetto, He from the time that he called me, to the town, you know, cause I'm a street nigga. So for the time he called me to the town, I, I did not see number that shit, I, you know, it's was like, it, you know, I'm almost in disbelief because I'm like, man, I don't, I can't see Diddy being a homosexual. I can't see Diddy, you know, doing a lot of shit that he do, but you know, hey man, everybody got skeletons. So, you know, I don't know what a man do when he walk away from me, but my personal experience with Diddy was some player shit, the man called me, he didn't try to take my publishing, you know what I'm saying, they gave me a free concert, I made hundreds of thousands off that concert, Bomb B was there, oh, uh, Trillville, they'll they tell you man, uh, David Banner, all of them came for free man, it was a, a big party in Milwaukee man, and I'm nigga, then after the, the the party we did, Diddy came to a, a celebrity basketball game we was doing, and he got, in my movie, Ghetto Streets, is actually for free. On, so, shout you know. Diddy, so, damn, yeah, 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 yeah. So, daddy. that's God my man. experience with Diddy. Uh, shout out that nigga. That's just like with 50 Cent. My experience with 50 Cent, man, 50, you know what I'm saying, Me, when I first met him, he took me on tour with him. You know what I'm saying, me, when we went to Jackson, Mississippi, uh, Master P, all them was with us. You know what I'm saying, we did the tour. Then he came, he gave me money to come to California, to come to the mansion getting the PIMP video. Then he gave me the shoes, he signed the shoes to all my kids, and he called me, he would talk to me. He would, every time I called him, he picked up, he let me get on his uh his, his podcast, this is 50, you know what I'm saying? I mean, so all that bully shit nigga was talking about, I didn't see that in 50. 50 was a player, you know what I'm saying? He's a player, like, I mean, like a, a real boss player type nigga, you know what I'm saying? He a cold nigga. So, and you know, <laughs>
0: It brings up, uh, and I don't want to say T.D. Jakes name, but with T.D. Jakes being in the arena of all this, uh, I got to ask, uh, when you were in your height of, you know, the gang, how many of those men were men of the cloth, men of the church? Oh, church men? That were Johns.
1: Coming man, to? man, probably about a good 30%. Oh, shit. You know, but, but you got to remember, man, just because a man put on a cloth and a man put on a, a, a collar, that don't make him godly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Any man can get up and talk. You know what I'm saying? The moth can fix itself to say anything. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, life is about principles and you got to establish principles to live accordingly. You know, a lot of these men, you know what I'm saying? They've been raped too. You know what I'm saying? Some of them are suffering from homosexuality. You know what I'm saying? They grew up in the church. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, they might've been homosexual before they was a preacher. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so a lot of times, you know, they're wrestling with, you know, Am I a homosexual or am I a preacher? So, you know, they got trauma too. You know, everybody got trauma. You know what I mean? They, they, they Just because they're a preacher don't mean that they uh, are immune from the, the day-to-day activities that we go through, you know what I'm saying? You got trauma, you don't even know it. You mm-hmm. might've seen your homeboy got shot. That shit is in your head. Right. You might've seen, you know, one of your girls might've left you for one of your best friends. That shit is in your head, that shit never leaves. You know, so everybody Then T.D. Jakes. You know, I, I used to go to the pot house all the time. So I fucks with T.D. Jakes. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? I uh, fucks with T.D. Jakes.
0: Let me ask you about your movie roles because um, you got some stuff coming up. Right. Uh, you didn't de- You done, You didn't. didn't dabble. You know, of course, audio wise, you know, you already kind of run the game. But what are some people who are some people that you've dabbled with that hasn't come out yet or even that's already out that you might have dabbled with in the movie
1: role? And I know you mentioned Rick Ross just a little earlier. OK, so. Yeah. Uh, I uh, was approached by this company called Simon and Schuster, and they're a literary, they're, they're a publishing company owned by CBS. They asked me to do a book many years ago. I agreed to do that book. was called uh, The Forty Eight Laws of Game Pathology. Very good. Book. Uh, the book sold millions and millions of copies. did really, really extremely well. You can just go look at some of the reviews. So uh, after a while, you know, I, w- I developed relationships. So I would call just to find out how many printings. So by the time my car was in the 22nd printing, that means that it get print. Usually most books only last three printings. Mine's in, like probably not at the 40th printing. You know, it just Congrats. keeps selling. It, it keeps selling. So I developed a relationship with a guy by the name of Jeremy Rudy Stravis. And so I said, say, man, I got this ideal for a literary program, the hip hop fraternity literary program. But at that time it was called the Ken Ivy literary program. I said, but I want to do uh, books for children, because that's what inspired me, the uh, Iceberg Slim, I said, if we could do a book on Boosie. It would inspire the kids, mm-hmm. you know, so I ended up getting Boosie deal. But when I did it, my son Supreme said, Dad, you know, you always told me we got to document this. So my son was there with me. And so we hired a camera crew to document it, which it was intentionally to be that way. And so through that, what we did was we started uh, making the making of the book, so it's called the making of the book. So the nice. Boosie the Boosie book is uh, movie is out in, in a few days. It's uh, I got to deal with Homestead. It's going to be on Tubi. Then so we also working on Rick Ross movie. So Rick Ross is a very interesting character. You know, I you know when I was young, you know not that young when I because you know I'm, I'm a little older, but when I was younger, I'm studying the Rick Ross uh, thing and I'm seeing how you know he sold all this dope and how he had the CIA and all that stuff. So I was always interested in Rick Ross. So, so one day I called him to Dallas to my store in Big T's and he came down there, he let me interview him. And then when I was interviewing, I said, brother, you know, I said, you know, this is an interesting story. I said, are you thinking about doing a book? He said, yeah, I'm working on a book. I said, well, man, you know, one day I would like to collaborate with you and work with you on this book. So a few days past, past, few years, and finally, you know, uh, a situation came up, you know, and uh, we was able to be in the same room again. And uh, right there, we negotiated, we write it on the napkin. He sighed, I sighed, you know, we agreed, you know, that, hey, uh, I was going to do his book, uh, you know, uh, and we was gonna do the same thing we did with Boosie. It's gonna be the making of the Rick Ross book. So we've been to, we just left LA, we just left uh, his dispensary, we left the mansion party. He, He came down to Milwaukee, we've been filming him for the last uh, year now, and we're gonna do the same thing with him. And then Ice T, uh, he's a friend of mine. Met him in '95 at the Pimps Up Holes Down party. I remember that? I remember that shit. Yeah, and so so we became real friends. And so when I had my uh, book, uh, my book signing in in, in New York, uh, Ice T and Tretch and all the you know uh, Grandmaster Flash, all them brothers up there, they came to my book signing. It was a big old party. Ice T did something that was amazing. He did. He 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 made it a bigger party. So he it was my party, but he told all his friends to come out, man. This is my man Kenny Ivy. You know what I'm saying? Me, you know, and it was I was, man, I was so impressed. And I didn't know that he he liked it, me that much. So he this nigga uh, was talking shit to him on the internet. And he called me, said, Ken, you know who this nigga is? I said, uh, yeah, I know the nigga. This was dude from American Pimp. So I went crazy on him. I, w- I just went to blast him, you know, using that pimp roast. So I roasted the nigga, I chopped him everywhere on his feet because I wanted to be still standing when I got through chopping his ass, right? So I just chopped him up and iced tea, me and him, for that point we can't jam. So when I got the Boosie deal, you know what I'm saying, me? now I got the appetite to do another deal. Then I got about four or five more deals. So I said, iced tea. I said, man, I want to do a book on your life. He said, man, I got a bet. He said, my partner just got through doing 26 years. His name's Spike. He said, what we can do is we can uh, do the book on me and him and you can get the deal. So I went and got them a six-figure deal. You know, I went in there and uh, then we started doing the Ice-T movie. So we just left California and we was filming Spike, you know, and we, uh, uh, Gangsta T, which is Terry. We got an initiative that we work with the White House called Stop the Violence. So Ice-T did a movie. On Stop the violence and the T. But uh, he is also a member of my organization, Hip Hop Fraternity. He's my national advisor, so I asked him to uh, to sit down with the White House, uh, one of the representatives, uh, Miss uh, Castleberry Hernandez, and uh, talk about the gun violence. So he agreed to do a video. So he did a commercial for them for the White House. He did it out of love, and then I just had him on Power 88 in Vegas. He talked to him you know, along with my. Uh, my guy uh, C V James. So we have a political action committee. So 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 that, you know, all of that came into the, the filming of the project. These are the things that we want to incorporate into Ice T movie, just all of the philanthropy and all the positive things that he do, you know, and being on Law and Order for 25 years and, you know, being successful as he is is still coming hanging out with the Hood brothers like myself.
0: Man, there you go. And again, congratulations on uh, you know, of course, Pimpology. 48 Laws of the Game. Um, like you said, 40, 40 different prints just to get reprinted. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that you're looking for eight laws of power, mm-hmm. and yours is right there next to it. Uh, some yeah. of the same game. <clears throat> now, what I what I do want to say is um, you know, your story in itself uh should be a movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you sold your story as a movie to anybody? Has anybody well, my son, you? My son, both of my son, I got Ken Ivey, I got Ken Supreme Ivy. I got Ken and Johnny Ivy. So my sons, <laughs> they in LA, and they plot my movie, right? but um, nah, 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 life bro, is a movie. Bro, listen, this is so crazy, right? They did this shit to me when, when, when they was kids. I had a Maserati and an SL55. So they was really little kids. So Supreme said, I, I'm gonna get the, I think the kid said, I'm gonna get the Maserati. And uh, Supreme said, I'm gonna get the SL55. Now I'm standing over the balcony and I'm looking at these niggas. These niggas like, maybe. Eight, nine of that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck you mean? I, so I'm looking. I said, motherfucker, I ain't dead. I'm standing over the back. I said, I ain't dead. What the fuck y'all mean? Y'all, y'all ain't neither one of y'all gonna get a car, man. Now, you know, I'm young. I'm like these niggas trying to kill me already. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so now they come up to me here. they is, supreme twenty-five and the kitty twenty-seven, and they come just tell me, "We doing your movie." We, I said, okay, man. So they gonna got my, the rights. So, so they are, I gave them the rights. I said, I said, here they go with this shit again. I said, go ahead, y'all do it. So my sons will be doing the right. They be doing my movie. So they're going to sit down with all some of my ex-holes. They're going to sit down with some of the ex-pimps. And I'm going to sit down and give them a script. my son, Lil Kenny, he's an actor. You ever see All-American? Yes. That's yeah, yeah, my yeah, son, yeah. number 14. That's my son. Oh, the light-skinned guy, Ken Ives. Oh, then if they go to play the flute, you go uh, play the flute, that's my son, too. He's the only black dude in the entire movie. You know what I'm saying? So he's, he he did a lot of Pepsi, Pepsi commercials, Apple commercials. You know, both of my sons doing really well for themselves. The so, you know what I'm saying? Fall. I mean, they got the experience. I sent him to college in L.A. for film school. He's an, he, So he's, he's an A, straight A student. And he, he can quote Shakespeare. I mean, I mean, he can do all that shit. They're So I read it for them to do it. Than anybody else to do yeah, it. They so,
0: put respect on it. Plus, they have the knowledge of it. Oh, man. It's gonna
1: be yeah. I, I didn't, my son did, he, you know, because in LA, right, they got these comedy stores like Comedy Store and yeah, Comedy Central, all that shit. So, my son, he just did an impromptu, whatever they call it. What's call it called? Improv. Uh, improv. Yeah. So, he's doing a, a spurt, spurt, spontaneous group. And so, he was actually acting like me. And he was oh, quoting man. my quotes. And, 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 you know, I thought he was a square. You know, but then Supreme said, "My son, Supreme, like, nah, Dad, Ken ain't he Supreme. Some- he, yeah. he one of us. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> Say, he, one hey, of he us. mimic I'm you like, well. He so, mimic so you when well." I was out, when I was out in Cali last week, and I was, we was out there filming the Rick Ross movie, and we was filming the Ice Tea project. My son, you know, he was out there. He was acting really weird. I'm so used to him being square and educated. You know, he's like, "Yeah, Dad, you know, he up there jumping with Supreme, Supreme performing on stage." And I'm tripping. I'm like, "Damn, you know." Wait, he, so you you allow your son to play you? Uh, I mean, you would want your son to play you? Well, my son, you right there. No, we're gonna call him up in a minute. He's a twin. He looked he looked just like me. Come on now. You know, said my other son looked like me. They know all through. my quotes. They, you know, they they they. I didn't know they know all this shit because you know i'm telling them like i said when i discipline my kid i make them read the 48 laws of power they can grow rich this is the kind of shit they would read as a punishment but you know what I'm i am mean, saying? i didn't know they was watching youtube's and they was you know because because really yeah because yeah. i don't know supreme probably remember this we went to uh the kid's graduation and you know he, he went to this school in the suburbs called hamilton so when i went to the school you know, I'm trying to look square. You know, I had these little square glasses on. I was looking, you know, trying to look like a Pops, right? And all the kids like, tell your dad, can I take a picture with me, take a picture? And you know, we got all these brothers and sisters. I'm like, what the hell? I'm, I'm like, and he's like, Ted, come on, take a picture, we'll take a picture. And I even know that they knew our Pimpy Kid was a dad, because I always come as Ken Ivy, you know, because I never raised my kids, you know, to be in the game. Only person I took is Supreme. He was with me to all, he went to all the tracks. He went to all, he met all the hoes and shit because his mama was in the game, and I'm in the game. So therefore, you know what I'm saying? I was always scared that somebody going to come up to him and he go, they're going to say something and he ain't going to know what it is. And then he's going to be like, ah, oh, dad, why you didn't tell me that? You know what I'm saying? So I was more transparent with him because I knew I couldn't hide. But my other kids, I tried to hide for them and them little motherfuckers still know what's going on.
0: <laughs> well, we about to bring a Supreme, but before we do, I, I do want to touch on, um, uh, once again, uh, the ugly money, uh, hip hop fraternity, um, a war show, that, yeah, that collaboration that's coming.
1: Man, thank you, man, for yeah. giving me that opportunity, man. I hey, understand. man, look here, man, we got uh, Sauce Walker gonna be there, Young LA uh gonna be performing. I got my man uh, uh the East Side Boys gonna be performing. I got uh, Juvie, he's getting an award. Uh, man, I got uh uh to we got uh, uh uh man, little Scrappy, on, man. Uh, uh, Ugly Money. You know, he he's the uh, partner with us, and you know what I'm saying, you know, me and Ugly Money got that Trigger Alert. We yes, do the sir. podcast together. That's my right hand man. You know, he one of the dudes that embraced me when I came to land. A lot of people hated, but he didn't, and uh. Uh, uh, you know, we got uh, Jet Boy Cash gonna be performing. We got Young pretty gonna be performing. Big Mal gonna be performing. Yes, we got uh, Baby Mob gonna be performing. We got China Monet, uh, Jizzle, Yellow Boy. You know, it's just gonna be, man. It's, it's, it's like, these are all the top people in Atlanta. Yeah. They all gonna be there, you yeah, know this is, uh, And, uh, and, and my man, Vado, he's gonna be controlling the media. So we gonna invite y'all. Oh yeah, real life You know, real you like talk to my stars. man, Vado, yeah, I see you all. He hand up, and y'all getting the uh, award too. Hopefully, y'all win. But y'all oh, gonna yeah, be y'all gonna be competing with uh no jumper, We which is with Sharp. He's coming. Yeah, shout uh, out Sharp. We uh, on his ass. Uh, uh Yeah. <laughs> uh, boss talk. Uh, shout out Boss talk. E. We on his ass. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, you know, say y'all. <laughs> so y'all in real life, we on mean? we on our own ass. Y'all, yeah. Uh, shit. I think I think y'all got a possibility to win. Hey, no,
0: nah, no, nah, for real, man. We touch the streets, man, and I and I'm I'm excited. Um. Uh, from April 5th through April 7th, there's a whole convention. Now, so the summit. Oh, yeah, 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 so, yeah tell us so yeah, about the summit so and the world. we're gonna have show.
1: all like TJ, DJ, Tony Neal, all the DJs, oh, all man. of the people gonna be there. You have people from the music industry speaking for two days, and then whoever win the Ugly Money demonstration, they get to come to the ward and perform with all these celebrities that we're gonna have, right? And they get a VIP and everything. So, you know, we're not gonna have many performances, performances but you know if they want to get a ticket they can go to uh eventbrite slash hhf awards and if they want to get a vip they can call me directly you know you go on youtube to get my uh, go uh, real pimp underscore you see the the information you get, and uh they can get the vip for me you guys are going to be vip boss talk is going to be vip no That's jumper going. all y'all are going to be vip we uh, gonna have it's going to be a,
0: a celebration for all the
1: podcasters
0: again uh, we're,
1: we're all and we're we have a special category Uh, and that's why we're here, we're gonna talk, we're gonna interview some of the pimps, you know, or or the pimp rappers. Not pimps, but pimp rappers, you know what I'm saying? So we got a category called Pimp Hop. You know, so my man Rooster. Yeah, Rooster, uh, uh, Rollo the Pimp, Too Deep, you know what I'm saying, me. You know, all them brothers out there, Goldie, you know, uh, my man uh, Def, you know what I'm saying? me. All them that rap, you know, we're gonna have them on there as well. Definitely, and um, before- And Flame.
0: And Shout Out Flame, and before we, get out. Um, I do want you to give credit for some of the people that might've came up under you, man. Again, in Dallas, uh, you know, we could, you know, G-Gov was one of our partners. Valentino yeah. came all the way up through here. Mm-hmm. You got some young cats like Sharp, you know what I'm saying? That's, they're coming up under you. Mm-hmm. Um, what is, what is some of your advice to the, to the generation that came up under you in this game?
1: Well, you know, when we come up under school, you're going to pimp a die, don't so die, they multiply, right? It's all on the bitch, right? So. I think that all them brothers, man, you know, G uh, Gov, uh, Valentino, you know, Rooster, Rado the Pimp, I think I was the first one to take them darts, you know what I'm saying? I me, mean, those arrows, and, you know, make a transition in the game. Cause life is about collection of transitions, also a transmission where you got to switch gears. So when they seen me switch gears and came out with the movie Pimpology and start writing books, then it made it easier for them to come and start doing positive things. So G Gov is my cousin, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, so G is doing a whole, yeah, like, yeah. I didn't guess how we found out with his cousin. So I'm 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 crazy, he crazy. We get into it, because it was this dude tripping, right? So I called him and I said some crazy shit to him. He said some crazy shit. I said, nigga, I'd be at big T's, nigga, when you when y'all going not But before he get to big T's, you know, uh my cousin Ike Taylor, you know, y'all might have seen him on what, under white belly, you know, he 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 started with Larry Hoover and my cousin Dagwood, all them, you know what I'm saying? We come to find out that we all ferried through Larry and all that. And it was just a big old family thing. And then, you know, he said, man, good call. He said, nigga, you know you my cousin, right? Goddamn. I said, God damn, ain't that something? So, you know, then Valentino, man, we've been uh, uh, ha- hanging out for forever. You know, Carla, you know, that's my girl, you know, Richie Rich, all all of Dallas, man, my man L, you know, China. There was just so many people in Dallas that embraced me, you know, the whole big T's. I can't call everybody's name, you know, everybody, you know, but, you know, a, a lot of them dudes, man, I, I, I have so much respect for uh, Rooster, Mr. G. And my man uh, Rallo the pimp, because they actually created a whole culture called pimp hop, man. And oh man, niggas ride to them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I know finesse two times is popping, but two deep, them brothers, man. You know, Goldie, Def, man, these dudes, man, they got some real slick player music that you could ride to. Uh, Jet Boy Cash, he just did was uh, from the Wayside. You know, uh, man. You know, my son Supreme. You know what I mean, go. man. Man, I'm talking about, you know, I ain't, these ain't shout outs. These is like some, some real live shit. But there's a lot of people gonna be mad. But if I didn't call your name, man, it's because I'm old, I'm 60. I'd be trying to remember my name <laughs> some goddamn time.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, let's do it like that, man. Um, you know, for the most part, man, again, uh, you know, you're such a wealth of knowledge that, um, yeah, we definitely gotta, you know, bring in the generation under you and go from there. But um, as we have you by yourself before we get to that, is uh definitely uh, for those that do wanna follow your movement, uh,
1: please tell them how to get at you. Well, uh, let me, let me, pu- let me put that coat, the jacket on. you want to do it now? Oh, no, this, no, no, no. oh, this is a different interview. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we gonna, we okay. going to, we going to, we going to splice it up. Okay. All but right. Yeah, I do want you so, to so, still so, give you. So those who want to follow me, you know what I'm saying? You can go to realpimpkin, underscore. If you want to really check out what I got going on, I got a new podcast, podcast called View From The Game. Just type it in Pimp and Ken, go over there and check it out. If you want to get my books, you can go to audible.com. My book is called Pimpology, The 48 Laws of Game, or you can get my other book. It's called The Art of Human Chess. you know, and you also can go and join my organization at thehiphopfraternity.com, which is, uh, we have 10,000 members, we have 35 states right now. And, uh, you know, it's just like any other thing. It's a social media site. If you want to get some latest news, I got my own magazine. You go to hhfmag.com. You can see all the latest, you know, you can say anything on thehiphopraternity.com. And it's free to join. It's free to get in. If you're ever in Atlanta, come to Atlanta. I let artists perform for free. You know, we feed you free. Uh, We let you uh, in for free. And people say, what's my game? My game is no game. You know what I'm saying? and I believe that young people, you know, especially, you know, Young people today, they know when somebody trying to run game on them.
0: You already know what it is, man. Uh, the living legend himself, man, Pimpin' Ken. Uh, you know, you already know we ain't got to say too much, man. You are a street star. You are a real life street star. You've been in these streets, you've been doing it. You already know how it go, man, let's go.
2: Shout out real street stars, nigga. Move. 哎。Hey.